Made you seem like such a weakling. <laughs> I got weak thumbs. That was so sad. I got, I got, I got the weak thumbs. Oh, apparently, you poor thing. Hold You're on, right. wait, wait one second here. Hold on. Oh, I those you slurping up your tears. No. <laughs> no, that is me slurping on a delicious Wegman's mango lime Yo, seltzer. That shit is really good, man. Delicious, I'm a big new fan flavor, of it. solid flavor. Back like on the it. Wegman's train. Wegman's hit us up. Uh, let's let's let the past be the past. Let bygones be bygones. Give any other chance to come and sponsor the show. You could be bought in a second. I could be bought in a millisecond. It doesn't even take that much. I'm lo- I'm just looking for tens of dollars. I would like uh, ones of dollars, please. Okay. That's that's all I need. Send it over. Give me fig money. Looking for the big two the big two digits. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, the big two the big digits. two digits. That's all I'm looking for. Cool man. Uh, Mango lime. Check it out uh, before the world runs out of aluminum. <laughs> Um, and then and then Wegman's just pouring seltzers into your hands outside in a line. Thanks for that sobering wisdom, yep. DJ. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome, Brett. <laughs> uh, welcome to We Need Wrestling, everyone. Thanks so much. Uh, and uh, you're the only podcast that begs and pleads to get a Wegman sponsorship, <laughs> please. Before we talk about professional wrestling, I just opened up this book. And, yeah, uh, to the Four Horsemen versus the Road Warriors and the Superpowers. Yes. Not my book, though. It's no, your book. My book. We'll talk about we'll that talk book about later. later. We'll talk about it later. That's a special book right yeah, there. Yeah, it is. What's going Fancy on? Fancy book. Not much, man. What's going on? How are you? Oh. We've, we've been hanging out for like four hours, so. Oh, well, you know. Let's but. see. The Eagles are a mess. Yep. Ben Simmons sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Phillies got eliminated today. They're not making the playoffs. Okay. <sighs> Sad times. Mm. Sad times. Hard times, daddy. No, sad. Just sad. Okay. No, right. I'm not that sad, Okay. Really. I'm still happy because we got to watch FMW shit. That's true, and it was cool, and it was awesome. It was cool. And uh, other than that, man, I'm good. I uh, I had whoopie pies from the Bloomsburg Fair delivered to me today. Nice, they're the best. Oh man, have you have you ever had them? I have. Yes, from down there. Yes, made by the Amish ladies. Yes, I know. I have. They're the best. (laughs) I once bought a uh, Buzzcocks Orgasm Addict T-shirt from the Bloomsburg Fair. Cool, man. Yeah, very weird. Very, <laughs> very weird. I think I bought a bad brain shirt. Very weird. In the grandstand? Right, yeah. Yep, you, absolutely. It was in between, like, there was Confederate flags. Of course. And then Nazi flags. Of course. But then in the middle were the punk rock t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, the Bloomsburg. There's something else, too, but I don't remember what one it was. It wasn't the Buzzcocks t-shirt that almost had the guy fight me at Austies. Um, But it was What's a different story. You don't know that story? No. I had a Buzzcocks t-shirt that was just a dick. Oh. Uh, and I wore it. Uh, I, I, it was too small. I, was I, he like, how dare you wear that and turn me on in public? <laughs> yes. Like, okay. Yes. Uh, he was like, I want to touch the back of your shirt so bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and now I need to fight you yeah. for this shirt. No, That's I, what he wanted I, to fight you I for. I cut it out because the shirt was too small. Um, but I, want, I, I had seen the Buzzcocks. They had run everything in my size, but I wanted a T-shirt anyway. So I bought the, the most offensive T-shirt they had. 
uh, in Not a size much too small of me and cut it up, put it on the back of a hoodie. Oh, okay. And I wore it out the one day we were at a show or something, and we went to Aussie's afterwards. Uh, Aussie's a diner-ish kind of thing in our area. <laughs> Very famous. Accurate description, uh, man. And I was sitting down, so nobody saw it, but as when I get up to leave, a, a gentleman who was at the establishment saw it. As we were leaving, and uh, he got very angry mm-hmm. and threatened to fight me, and you know, whatever nonsense. Was nonsense. It, like it was like your typical like Nanticoke folk. Yeah, it was you know whatever. It was, oh, you boy. know, but uh, yeah, uh, we have Bloomsburg Fair. Weird. Yeah, man. I've is been, that internationally known? Do people know about the Bloomsburg Fair? Because uh, it's a pretty big thing. It's. I'm, is it nationally I, known at least? I think it's. Probably not nationally, yeah. I'd imagine, okay. right? Yeah. I don't know about international. Uh, all, all of our international listeners, yes. uh, all, of our, all of our listeners in Peru, hit us up uh, on <laughs> at We Need Wrestling or uh, We Need Wrestling at gmail.com and let us know if you know about the Bloomsburg Fair. Yeah, but only if you outside of Pennsylvania, all of the uh, the creatures from the Einan Swamp uh, <laughs> or Elysburg Swamp, <laughs> not Einan, up the Einan. What the fuck? Up the Einan. Yeah, no, all the creatures yeah. of the Elysburg Swamp come out for one week a year. Yes. All right. Um, uh, well, like I said, this is We Need Wrestling. We're going to talk some wrestling. The week's wrestling. Then some fun Owen Hart wrestling at the end. Yeah, we did. Uh, and, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Do you want to talk about FMW right now? Oh, do you, oh we just finished watching Dark Side of the Ring. Well, you want to open not, with that? I mean, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's fresh on my brain. Fresh on the brain. Nobody else has watched it yet. I'm not going to, you know, don't want to give up too Done much. Late. There's we, a lot of shit that, you know. We sacrifice our late night uh, our sleep when Dark Side's on because yeah. we watch it and talk about it. Uh, if you go to a show like, let's say, I don't know, wrestling, they're not even going to watch it till next week. Wow. <laughs> what the hell <laughs> the fuck is that about? Adam will hate FMW. Yeah, yeah Adam won't watch. He's um, no even interest. though he loves Japanese wrestling. He's death match- he loves death matches. Yeah. Adam, the uh, the winner of the A show. Apparently. Apparently? Apparently. Oh, boy. Listen, uh, whatever. I said my- I made my piece last <laughs> week about it. That's fine. <laughs> Congrats, Adam. Congrats. Congrats, Tim. Hey, just all, all the A show does is prove that you can still cheat to win. You know what I mean? Which is <laughs> what's the more professional wrestling thing than cheating to win? That's true. I saw Ed Cody said that I was the uh, the Ralph Nader of the group, and I told okay. him I said oh, I've been called a lot worse. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, the FMW uh, Dark Side yes. was fucking sick. Onita's FMW. Onita was in it. Yes. Terry Funk. Uh, Ricky Fuji. Ricky Fuji. <laughs> Mick. Yeah, the, the, Jericho. The Nicker, of course, Jericho. Uh, um, you think they just did all of Jericho stuff in one day? Like I'd they just imagine. sat him down with with uh, not drugs and was like, uh, we're <laughs> "Here, just Chris, ask, enjoy these not yeah, drugs." We're just going to ask you questions. Yeah, ah, absolutely. Yeah, um, but it was cool, man. If you like the uh, the gore and the blood and guts, right. definitely watch it. Yeah, um, and see what just like sort of a, a like. I don't know, like, so, a, like a cult hero Onita kind of is? Right, so FMW, uh, hardcore promotion, um, Japanese hardcore promotion, precursor to ECW. Yes. Um, uh, Sabu in the episode sort of hints that he brought everything from FMW to America, and that's what fueled ECW. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give Sabu or anyone that much credit. Um, but it's definitely the precursor. He was in some big FMW moments. He so, absolutely you know? was. Uh, I'm, I'm, yes, but I'm not saying that he brought it back. Was like, hey, hey, Paulie, let's buy oh, this okay. and start ECW. Hey, um, Paulie. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's you know, uh, I, I saw Oni described as the biggest uh, spectacle wrestler in the history of the business, and I, I can kind of agree with that. Whoever did that, that's very yeah. accurate. Uh, you know, 
traditional wrestler, uh, sort of considered the adopted son of Giant Baba by Giant Baba and his wife. Uh, uh, blows out his knee doing nothing. Literally. Uh, and uh, has to find a new way to stay yep. in the thing he loved. And uh, I love FMW with all my heart. Same. I love all the eras of FMW with all my Same. heart. <laughs> Same. Same. Um, it's just what it is. Uh, they're different, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I love them. All I love them like they're my children. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's... Uh, I would say... That it's not my favorite Japanese wrestling, but it's my favorite Japanese wrestling promotion. I, I can get down with that. You know, yeah. um, I, I can get down with I've that. Said on the, I've said on the podcast before, my favorite Japanese wrestling is is the Four Pillars in the early 90s All Japan, which is if, most people's favorite Japanese wrestling, I guess. Oh, I thought you were talking about the MJF Four Pillars. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I didn't really want to talk about that at all. Okay. Um, well, but we, well, FMW is definitely my favorite Japanese promotion. Yeah. Uh, it's just nuts. Uh, and, you know, Terry Funk ends up there. Everybody ends up there sooner or later. Mike uh, Awesome. Right. Tenru dresses up as Hayabusa. <laughs> you get Hayabusa later. Like, it's it's good. Uh, they probably could have focused more of this episode on Hayabusa. But it was called Onita's FMW. Onita's FMW. Um, but if you wanted to talk about the true history of FMW. You can't talk about it in 44 minutes. Right. You can't. Um, but, you know, Hayabusa uh, kept that company afloat. Um, yeah. Was when Onita left for whatever reasons and took everything with him. Uh, I liked how they did not shy away from the fact that Onita was, was he's a professional wrestler. He's going to keep money. 100%. Um, but, uh. I guess the interesting thing is that knowing the history of FMW is that sure it was a peak with Onita filling thirty thousand seat arenas, um, and then had a pretty big drop off. But um, that company survived in one form or another without Onita. Uh, that company did not survive without Hayabusa. It's a fact, and. Uh, I wish we would have gotten a little bit more love for uh, Masato Tanaka. Right. There's so and you can't like you need three hours to cover, but they did. They you they do. showed Masato Tanaka briefly. Like there's a lot of guys in that company, and a lot of the wrestling that was then brought over here in ECW and other promotions was FMW fueled. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was a ton of fun. Uh, of course, you know, talking about something like that, there's they're not never gonna hit everything that I want them to hit. Uh, Never. But watch it. It's a good story. It, you know, some tragedy. Not as sad as a lot of the other ones that they do. More of like it's, a holy shit, this was a thing that happened in... Re- holy shit, Japanese yeah. wrestling allowed a thirty to 40,000 seat stadium sell out for an exploding ring death match. Yeah, there's there's a few things in it which are sad. Right. There's sad moments, it's for wrestling. sure. There's always sadness. There's always sadness. Right. <laughs> oh, that's... What a fucking line that right. was. <laughs> and... So, I mean, I, I recommend watching it, and we're going to see uh, Onita in a month, yeah, we uh, where we will talk more about Onita and FMW. Okay. Um, but it, you know, there's great women's wrestling. Like it, they show, they touch on that very briefly. Didn't yeah. even name Megumi Kudo, but whatever. Um, they did show. Did they show combat uh, Toyota? I no, I was, it was Shark to Sue. Yeah, I yeah. Was yeah, I know. <laughs> um, by her, oh, <laughs> crooked titty. <laughs> by her Christian name, uh, um, crooked titty versus sweet sugar ass. Um, but uh, you know, I was talking. I think I was talking with Joe when I saw him last at the comic book shop uh, about 
to go us going to see Onita and like I'm I'm super fucking oh, excited. Too, man. Uh and uh, uh you know um that I'm not a big deathmatch guy. Right. Uh I you're you're much more into the <laughs> your tournament of deaths, your tournament of survivals. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh than I am. Uh you can thank Doug for that. Right. And and uh, while I, I can watch it and I, I like the spectacle of it all, FMW is my deathmatch style. Sure. I prefer that deathmatch wrestling. Um, the 90s style deathmatch wrestling, what ECW kind of did, um, but what FMW did in, in spades. Sure. Uh, that's my more my style deathmatch. And Joe, I think Joe Sunday goes, listen, he's like, you'll need ain't taking any skewers or a gusset plate. You know what no, I mean? Of course. I'm like, of course not. <laughs> I don't want to see that gusset plates are disgusting. Um, I love them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited. But watch this FMW episode. I, I love the promotion. It was it was a fun, yeah. a quick little jaunt of an oversight. Go of out of your way to watch uh, it. Um, sort of it's fucking so cool. Overview. When Onita lights, you'll know when Onita lights the cigarette in the yeah. show. Oh, is it ice cold? It is ice cold. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't. Nobody comes off as bad necessarily. No, there's um, no really villain or right. Anything, this know? isn't an episode that that like the Canyon one or the Plane Ride from Hell that yeah. has a villain in a just awful shit and people defending the awful shit. Yes. Um, you just sort of hear from Terry Funk about how Onita had sticky fingers and <laughs> how he left the company to a guy in the wrong position and gave him yeah. no support and. Yeah. You know, and Onita's cold, but he's also a wrestling promoter. So yeah. that's kind of just what you get. Wasn't Onita one of the first All Japan students? Am I correct in saying yeah. that? Yeah. So I thought so. Right. Because well, like, they show like the clips of him in Memphis, right. like in '81, yeah. right at the like, the concession stand. Yeah, I know. We're like, whoa, they're real going they're back going, here. Yeah, right. <laughs> they spent a lot of time going back in the beginning, and then. You know, it just depends on what you prefer, but I, I, you know, I think they're both needed in in an hour show. It's hard to do, um, but uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, and of course, big shout out to uh, Brett FMW. Right, they he was a consultant for the show. Absolutely, he's like an encyclopedia of FMW. Right, so. yeah. I want to. Uh, I talked to him about being at the show. He got front row for the yeah. Uh, we're not that crazy. We're fifth row, but I I do want to go introduce myself and and say hello and thank him for. Uh, just keeping the love of FM. Like sure. Onita should give that guy a handshake for real, man. Uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's gonna be a ton of fun, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's you know, yeah, crazy stuff. God, but I, no uh, real villain. No, eh, it's, a, shady, it's a fun watch. Shady man. practices, yeah, but it's, it's a fun. A, it's watch. a good. It's a fun watch. You like the yakuza? That's there. Yeah. <laughs> they like to act like it still isn't the yakuza oh, over there. Ooh, allegedly. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Um, all right, so shit that we watched this week. Shit that we watched this week. Um, I watched more than you. You did, because you normally do. I normally do. Right. Uh, so Impact, uh, they set up Josh Alexander versus Christian for the Impact title at Bound for Glory. Okay. Uh, good for so, Alexander. That's yeah, a good spot. He, uh, he gave up his X Division title. And okay. So it's going to be him and Christian. No, like he, he threw it down. He's like, nope, going, going well, for the main. So I guess, like, and I don't know if this is like a thing in TNA lore. Okay. Uh, but like, if you, TNA have, lore. if you have the, <laughs> the worst lore of all, it's the worst lore of all, but it won't go away. Uh, 
It's, if you're te- the, the lore of teenage, if like you were reading a book and you're like, this book sucks, but I'm going to get through it. And you get to the end, and you're like, oh, thank God I finished it. Magically, 20 more pages show up and you, you're compelled to read them. Like if you have, so I guess if you have the X Division title, you can like cash it in to get okay. a shot at the world title. Oh, I, I kind of like that. I had no idea that was a thing. That's weird. <laughs> But I kind of like it. Yeah. It's a little, I mean, that's essentially what Intercontinental Champions have done in WWE for the last 35 years. It's just not said that way. Yeah. They, I mean, they actually lose the title. You lose, you drop This the, is just like, hey, right. I'm, not, I'm just giving it up. That's yeah. all. So. Weird, but fine. I'm okay yeah. with that. So I think that's going to be cool. That's going to yeah. be a good match. Yeah. Uh, I think that shows you like. Can, you can't like money in the bank it though, right? You You have to like. You can't just like throw a no, title at somebody no, no, and no, run no. out to the ring and beat somebody. Here's my <laughs> fucking title. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. Right. Um, no. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, and then they had, uh, I think it was, was it, yeah, it was Finn Juice versus, uh, or no, it was David Finley versus Hikaweo. Okay. Chris Bay was out of ringside. Juice Robinson was out of the ringside. Mm-hmm. Finn Juice got the upper hand afterwards. And then uh, El Phantasmo from Bullet Club showed up. Ooh. And now he's in TNA, I Weird. guess, too. Okay. They're, like, getting, like, a big stateside presence, I guess. Um, That's because everybody's fucking jumping ship on New Japan because it ain't good right now. <sighs> that hurts. Um, it does hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but it hurts so bad. Yeah. Um, thanks, Gato. Uh, the next thing I have... Uh, well, it was the main event, Josh Alexander versus Ace Austin. Mm-hmm. It was fucking sick. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Real good. Like, go. I would maybe go out of your way to watch it. It was yeah. that good. I know you won't, but. Nope. You know. Um, it was real good. So, uh, was that like him, was it for the belt? Or was it just. Uh, he had already thrown the belt yeah, away. And he's yeah. like, we're going to wrestle. Because like. Hey, Ace, kid, you want to wrestle? Like, Ace like came out and was just like, yeah. you know, like, how dare you throw the belt away? And I was, ah. I was like, well, I'm the fucking one who took it from you. So, you have really no ah, say okay. this. All right. And then a match ensued. Okay. I like um, it. And then, of course, the show ended with the return to Impact in over three years of Glory Hound Christopher Daniels. Well, that's when it happened. He's back, man. Okay. Well, hey. <laughs> Old Glory Hound Daniels. Lives. The name. Yeah. Good right. for him. Absolutely. So he's in TNA. Okay. Again. All right. Um, so Friday night, um, I did not watch SmackDown. Okay. Uh, I, I like DVR'd it. Yeah. But I was like, ah, I'll catch up with it eventually. And then yeah. I was just like, oh shit, I'm busy Saturday. Oh shit, I'm busy Sunday. Yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a pay per view on Sunday. Oh, I'll just watch SmackDown next week and find out what happens. Yeah. Um, so I did end up watching GCW though that night okay. on Friday. Uh-huh. I forget the name of the show. It was like GCW gets lost or how high. I don't fucking okay. know what it was. Um, Matt Cardona uh-huh. singing Hosky to the audience, which I enjoyed okay. quite a bit. Uh, and then he, you know, tried to book himself into Gage yeah. and Moxley's upcoming GCW title match. Okay. And was told things don't work like that around here. You have to defend your internet title. Uh-huh. And, uh... Effie's music hits. Effie comes up from behind. Effie rolls yeah. him up. One, two, three. Okay. Cardona loses the internet title. All right. Um, That's because he's going to win the Impact Digital Media title. That is. I still need to look more into that, but oh, does that sound like shit? Yeah. Uh, was so, this this wasn't the Ron Funches show, was it? No. That was last that week. That was the week we before, yeah. You, lots of GCW going on. Yeah. Well, Suzuki's there, so of course I'm watching. Right. Um, and also, fucking... I didn't even I didn't even know this. Uh Tony Deppin versus Taiji Ishimori. 
uh-huh. was killer. Yeah. You sound, I heard it was good. You sound so awake right I'm now, I'm very man. tired. Good for you. Thank you. Um, It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they killed it. Yeah. Uh, and then there was AJ Gray yeah. versus somebody, I think their name was Yoya. Okay. I don't know who it was. I think it's like a young boy, sort of. All right. It was real good. They okay. beat the piss out of each other. Good. Just stiff everywhere. Okay. Good. Um, and then uh, the main event. Homicide versus Minoru Suzuki. Ah, yes. Was fucking amazing. Yeah. It was so good. Good. They just beat each other up. Good. And Homicide looked great. Suzuki looked great. Yeah. Um, after the match, like, Suzuki's like, oh, fucking Homicide. <laughs> uh, which was real cool. Um, but yeah, dude. Minoru Suzuki's the coolest. Yeah. And he's More on, on that a, later. He's on a cool run right now. He is on a cool run. Which, uh... You don't I, think it's like a retirement run in any way, no, right? No, it's just like, hey, I'm not the G1. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm going over to America. Yeah. Well, what a... What a bad decision by that company. Yeah, I mean, remember what? He wasn't in the G1 yeah. two years ago? Right. Yeah. You know, how you, you know how you get fans back? And I mean this, not just me as a fan, uh, but you know how you get people who've checked out who aren't watching the G1 in this country... Uh, who are a little done with New Japan because their product has been stale. You know how you get them back? Fi- you know what you finally do to get them back? Ishii, winner of the G1. They'll never do it. They'll never do it. Nope. But that dude is Mr. G1. He easily puts on the best matches is, every year. He is Mr. G1. Uh, and I honestly I think, agree. <laughs> I think he has enough of a fan base over here. And in Japan, he's a huge crowd favorite in Japan. Yep. If you have him win the G1, I think you'd get some fans back. Uh, I tend to agree with you on that. That dude's never going to – he hasn't gotten the – I mean, he carries the company. He's old. Um, you know, but like he, he never had a, he's never, he's never going to, and never did have a significant title run on top. He won't, he never no. had the title on top. No. He's won a bunch of belts there, but never the big one. Uh, cause he's not a homegrown guy. Yep. And they still like to, uh, to do that. Right. And I honestly, honestly think if you want a guy, uh, and I wanted to talk about title runs later and I'll bring it up again, but like, if you want a guy who's going to win that title and give you consistent, great matches, defense after defense. Ishii's your guy. Who do they have that's better? Okada. Rainmaker Okada, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. But, like, what's he been doing? They, 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 they've been trying all these weird gimmicks and yeah. whatever, and I think they lost a lot of people on him, too. And Ibushi. Right. He's probably better. But. Uh, Naito, but he's hurt now. But all these guys have had it, and where'd the company go? Well, and that's the problem. They've fucked up their reign so bad. Right. Exactly. They've all well, had they did it. that double title bullshit right. that I hated. Right. Oh, Gato. So, Ugh. you know, you God put it on Osprey, it. he gets hurt. You put it on Shingo, you have Osprey over here talking his nonsense. And I love those guys. But Ishii is the guy who you will get in and out uh, consistency, badassery. You got to wonder, like, is like, is he just not that popular in Japan? I think he is. Like, Sounds I, like he is. I don't. I don't know. When I listen to the match, when, I, yeah. when when you watch and you listen to the crowd, he was. I know, like you know, but like I don't know. I don't know what factors into it. I don't right. know if they think of merch movers. Right. I don't think if they look on like a more global aspect, which right. if they did, well, yeah, he's just fucking huge. Right, and he's old. Yeah, and he's old. He's old, and they can't really but give him a. Run I just when I think about him, I think about the matches that he has that sort of who you know that in the la- in the past G ones the last few years or whatever. Where he comes out and like he steals the show with Kenny, he steals the show with 
with Archer. He steals yeah. the, with anybody. Zack Sabre Jr. Right. Zack Sabre Jr. Everyone. Everybody. Literally everyone. Right. <laughs> right. So, and like for the, for the Okadas and the, uh, the, um, Ibushi's and all those guys. You you're about to cut a Shane Douglas promo. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, let me get the voice real gravelly. Um, Ishii is a guy who is consistent and different than those guys. Yeah. He's not, he's, he's a bit of a throwback. He's a bruiser. Uh, you know, no, I don't want to say that, that Ibushi and Okada are the same because they're certainly not, no. but they're, they come from a, the, the, a generation and a class of they're guys. They're both equally handsome. Right. Of course. But they're guys that, that are the, which is the trend now of junior, junior heavyweights wrestling like heavyweights. Sure. That ain't Ishii. He's going to get punched in the face. Yeah, you're just going to get kicked in your fucking face. That's right. That's what's going to happen. So, uh, I still, Japan, I still say him and Goto should have went on a fucking God-tier yep. tag title run. Absolutely. And it would have just been the coolest. Just kill everybody. Right. Right. <sighs> God damn it. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's move. I don't even know how we got there. Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki. Uh, so, uh, moving on. Yes. Friday night was also Rampage Grand Slam. Rampage. I believe um, it's pronounced. Rampage. So, we're kicking it off. Yes. CM Punk versus Powerhouse. Hobbs. Do you think Rampage is going to do this uh, until like well, Twitter told me that Rampage is on verge of getting canceled because it only did like seven hundred thousand. Yeah, uh, but um, do you think they're going to do this every week? Put the do a little reverse booking. The 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 ancient wrestling art of putting a fucking banger or like the most wanted anticipated match on first. Start a show off hot, right? You need to. Right. No, I agree. But this is, I mean, CM Punk matches it will be main event in that company in, in anywhere. They will. Uh, you know, anything but, like that. Yeah. But I I wonder like two if, weeks in a row. They I wonder the, if like though that's his goal is like main eventing. They put the heater. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. He, like, he keeps saying, I just want right. to work with, like, the young talent. Yeah. And, like, so far, so good. Right. You know? Oh, and the thing with AEW, too, which is probably why they're doing this, it's on at 10 o'clock on a, on a Friday. Yeah. Put the, you don't want to make people stay up till midnight. Or eleven. Yeah. Put the put the put the big match on with the big names, sure, and let the people go to bed or suck people in for the yeah. rest of the show. Um, I enjoyed him flipping off Hook. Yeah. Um, How dare he? I also enjoyed Excalibur putting over like the new fucking app update or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, it's the season of Punk," and Ricky Stark says he can get his ass whooped on my phone too. <laughs> that made me real happy. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, I thought the match was good. Uh, I I like the match. We've been high on Hobbs from the beginning. Yeah, uh, I think uh, moving Cage out and putting Hobbs in the spot on Team Taz. We we talked about that forever. Cage, they were sort of redundant, and Hobbs has more of an upside. Uh, I I like this match. Uh, I I was worried about it. I wasn't sure how their styles would blend. Um, I liked it. I like uh, Punk when he gets up and does the Macho Elbow, which everybody talks about how nice it is. It's fine. Uh, but I like that he was like, hey, it's been a while once he got up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you the uh, which everybody talked about. But the um, the spinebuster reversal out of the the go to sleep, yeah, uh, it was awesome. Was fantastic. Yep. Uh, really cool spot. Uh, Hobbs stuttered a little bit in the turn, but that's fine. Uh, really cool. Uh, everybody talked about it. You know, Hobbs definitely comes out of this match looking good. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, Punk got his fucking mouth busted. Right, the top rope rana uh, that Hobbs decided he would take on his on his neck. Yeah, hey Hobbs, don't do that. Yeah, don't anymore. do that. You're too big. Yeah, you go ass over tea kettle, something gonna break. Yeah, don't 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 yeah. take a neck bump there. Buddy. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I thought this was a good match. Yeah, um, it was fun, man. In the uh, in the 
the grand scheme of professional wrestling, Hobbs could have sold a little less. Uh, he could have done a little less. Um, yeah. Particularly on, like, the strike exchanges. Like, Punk probably should have slipped two fast ones in there before Hobbs would sell. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's it's such a minor nitpick. Yeah. Um, you know, because, uh, like, uh, we talked about it from, from last week with uh, Dutch Mantel talking about Minoru Suzuki. And they said, you know, how great. He's like, that match was real good. It was so much fun. It was chaos everywhere. And he's like, I like the Suzuki guy. He goes, take a, take a look at that match. How many how many bumps does Suzuki take? Zero. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Um, and I think Hobbs, well, obviously not the level of Suzuki, but the size difference and the help sell that sort of CM Punk is smaller guy going up against the powerhouse. Sure. He could have sold a little less, uh, but I thought it was a really good match. Yeah. I liked it. I dug it a lot. Uh, Phil, Phil's gaining some, a little, getting a little bit of credit in, in my heart and the heart of others until, uh, Dynamite this week. Oh, I can't wait to see what you, what you bitch about what he did yep. this week. Yep. All right. Yep. So, uh, during the tag match was Christian and whoever uh, else this is, was in this it. Is, this is, uh, I called this Super Click versus the Jurassic Christians. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't really have anything about the match. No, I don't have anything about the match either. Um, I just have Taz saying about Christian, he goes, tag your partner's homeboy. <laughs> and that made me laugh real hard. Taz, <laughs> the, nobody, Taz is like, oh, I can say whatever I want? All right, I'm going to say whatever I want. And uh, Ricky Starks wanted him to sing the Jungle Boy theme song. And Taz says, no, my voice carries like a dove. Yeah, I yes. Uh, <laughs> I was like sitting in my fucking living room yeah. just dying at that line. Good for him. Um, next thing I have mm-hmm. is... Uh, the MMA shit fucking sucks. Yeah. So I have a. Uh, I want to let's talk about this. Um. But I do like Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> yeah. So like that's the thing. I like the MMA guys. Uh. I I'm excited to see them. Like I like them when they do not, MMA. Maybe not in wrestling, but I like them in, in MMA. Right. Um. I this this is super weird to me because of the way they're framing it and because of Lambert's promos and stuff. I think it hurts both sides. Because I can see that, uh, you know, Hager, they can prop him up, I guess. And I understand that it's pro wrestling and I'm supposed to put my blinders on and just let it be right. But like Jericho realistically should not be able to step between the ropes against any of those people. Paige Van Zandt would murder him. Yeah. Like it's just there's no chance in hell. Right. Um, So when that happens, I have to suspend my disbelief in the fact that Jericho can get into this match and not get fucking killed immediately. Right. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, the wrestlers are the ones who are coming back next week, right? Yep. So ultimately, Jake Hager and Chris Jericho have to get the better of Jorge Masvidal and whoever Eventually, else. Eventually, you would think, right? Right. So then it becomes, well, you guys are real fighters. Why are you doing that fake shit? And again, I understand it's pro wrestling. Yep. And I understand we're going to talk about Minoru Suzuki, who yep. is a real fighter who is in pro wrestling. Yep. <laughs> but you know what Minoru Suzuki does that these assholes aren't going to be able to do? Make it seem real. Yeah. And make, make it look legit. Right. Um, so, like, while I'm like, oh, cool, you know, wrestling, whatever, I'm like, man, this, in the end, if they don't tread lightly and walk a fine line with this, it's going to hurt both sides of the equation. Uh, and Dan Lambert and all his bullshit is already hurting one side of yeah, that fucking he's, equation. He's so, terrible. Uh, it just, it just, uh, harder for me to suspend my disbelief for something like this. Um, even with Hager, like, oh, Hager's an undefeated fighter. Hager sucks as a fighter. Like, he's undefeated because he's fought fucking nobody. Right, and he hits them all in the dick, so. That's, that's all it is. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, so, I get it, like, and I don't buy 
the you know, and I like Page. I like Ethan Page a lot. I think he's been cutting good promos. I like him, uh, but him and Sky don't come off reading uh, on TV and in these promos as legit fighters, as tough guys. So yeah, they just seem like like a weird like hodgepodge thrown together right, anyway. Right, they they don't work together. If you had guys that came out as MMA guys and or you know MMA guys making the transition to wrestling, yeah, that's fine. But you know, or like amateur style guys who Lambert comes in to manage because you know you're pro wrestlers. I'm going to teach you how to be fighters too and give you that advantage. But the way this is, just you know, Jericho should be in the fucking hospital with a face cave in from a Masvidal knee, not like. Next week, coming out going, hey, you couldn't have done this to me. It's just nonsense. Well, he wasn't on TV this week. No, I was I don't remember. Uh, no, he wasn't on no. Dynamite. No. no, I don't think no. so. But, but still, yeah. It's I, just, just think, I think in the end, it's going to hurt both, and that bothers me. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. I did enjoy uh, the Santana and Ortiz dress as Baseball Furies. Yes, and thank God they win this match. Oh, man. They're so cool. They are. Um, I, I enjoyed the eight-man tag, though. That yeah. spot... Where they all did like the dives at once. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, it's, you um, know, it's what you get from AEW. But, yeah, I mean, it was fun. Right. But seeing like you know hometown guys get mm-hmm. the win, that was cool. Absolutely. Um, I like the uh, <laughs> I like Miro beating the absolute fuck out of Fuego and Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love Starks in the background like cheering them all standing <laughs> up and shit. Yeah. And then when Fuego just got his shit launched off the stage, yeah. Taz and Starks are just laughing. Mm-hmm. Like I think at one point Taz just goes, ha, ha, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and that made me uh, yeah. love Taz more than I already, you know, already do. Right. Uh, and then the last thing I have from Rampage, everything about the fucking main event. Right. Women's the, match was a wet fart. What match was that? Anna J versus Penelope oh, Ford. That yeah, um, it's a shame. Um, yeah, I loved King and Mox main versus event. Archer and Suzuki. Um, I love the interview leading up to it. Kingston just fucking had enough, right? You know, we're in Queens, where the bullets fly. Get your vest. I'm like, let's fucking go. Um, right. Loved it. It's just pure chaos the whole match. Right. Yeah. Um, L- uh, lights uh, out match. Uh, the way they should be done. Uh, my favorite thing in the whole match is that Kingston and Archer are going at it, uh, and Archer is trying to do like his tough guy, strong style no sell, and Kingston just thumps him in the fucking yep, eye. Dude, the best. <laughs> when Suzuki and Kingston stare each other down right. in the ring. Yeah. And that's... Uh, Lost my uh, mind. We talked about it last week. I said the thing that I was so excited to see in this is that at some point in the match, Kingston and Suzuki are going to wrestle... And, like, I know it's not the storyline they're gunning for. They're working towards the Suzuki mock stuff. I understand all that. But Kingston and Minoru Suzuki, Eddie Kingston, Minoru Suzuki, (laughs) are going to be staring each other down and going to be wrestling. And the only person happier than me about that happening is probably Eddie Kingston. Yeah, for real, man. Uh, (laughs) And uh, they, they worked a lot. Together in this match great. with, I think probably the bigger spots with the table spot yeah. and all that, dude. That when Suzuki booted him through that table, right. it was gross. And uh, Kingston gets the win, yeah, which is crazy well, cool because he gets a little assist, right, from his boy Homicide, right? Because Homicide comes out. Oh man, right. it was so cool. Uh, <laughs> seemingly no payoff to that, other than that it was fucking cool. And sometimes and in that, wrestling, that's, that's enough. Right. Yeah. Um, those who know, know. Those who don't, don't. Yeah. But um, Kingston popped Taz huge with the cane and the can. Yep. Uh, Taz <laughs> could not fucking handle it. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, like I, this match was a ton of fun yeah. and a, a spectacle, if you will. It was great for like Eddie to get the pin. Yep, like, it's fantastic. Right. Yep. Like, did you see like the video from like the post match? It was from the crowd, um, and he's just like, he's like, "Where's my mother? Where's my? There's my fucking oh, yeah. mother!" And like his mom's there, yeah. and like everything. That's cool. And he's just like, "I fucking love AEW. I'll die for AEW." Yeah. Um, and even like so earlier that night, yeah. it was uh, like somebody put up on Twitter, and Brian Danielson like quoted it, and yeah. he's just like, you know, he's like. This is like I love Eddie Kingston. Yeah. He goes, if you know Eddie's story, you know how fucking big this is for him. Yeah. And like, he's like, nobody deserves it more than Eddie right. Kingston. So and I'm just like, oh man, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> in the in that book you were flipping through before, there's an Eddie Kingston they match in there, and uh, it uh, they the, the the writer of the book is just like, there's nobody in professional wrestling that makes uh, selling and offense seem more real than Eddie Kingston. Is it the uh, Tim Hero? Okay. It's the end of the him hero feud. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but like, you know, like and that's the truth. Like when I watch Eddie, all of my knowledge about professional wrestling and all my like, well, I know what's going on here, though there's the Iggy, the he's looking at the ref when it went for to make sure he doesn't miss the uh-huh. two count. Like all that stuff. Oh, he's telling him how he's yeah. biting his ear, he's telling him how much he hates him. Yeah. All that shit goes out the window because Eddie's that engaging and that believable. His cells feel like pain. His offense yeah, looks like it he's hurts. Believable. He's completely believable in a way that wrestling isn't anymore. Yeah. Like, Eddie Kingston is a guy who belonged in Memphis in 1978. Yep. And, you know, into the he, – Eddie Kingston is a guy who deserved to be wrestling bingo halls, town to town, making a shit ton of money, riding donkeys into bars. Paper in the towns, making them. Right. And just – Beating the shit out of people. Red equals green. You know, he deserved to be traveling the road with Eddie Gilbert, beating the shit out of everybody forever. Um, you know, in seventies into the eighties, and then riding off into the sunset, him and Harley racing an old folks home oh, somewhere. That makes me happy. Uh but uh but thankfully we get Kingston now and he's he's, he's unlike the best he's man. unlike he's any so other wrestler. He's awesome. for real, unlike any other wrestler uh on the planet. Yeah. America, if not the planet. I love Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Forever. For sure. Um, all right. NXT 2.0. NXT 2.0. Uh, first thing I have. Oh, can I just preface this by saying, oh, like, boy. I was a supporter of NXT 2.0. I lasted all three weeks. I was super pumped about that first show. I was like, this could be cool. They're doing some stuff. I like the lighting. There's some things I don't like, but that's fine. They're trying new talent. I was positive. I was I was so I was the most positive maybe I've ever been on the show about anything after that first episode of NXT NXT 2.0. And here we are. Um sexy Dexy. That's the first thing you have? Yep. Holy shit. Wait, hold on. When is that? I try not to uh to give my my attention to the negative. Too oh, much okay. <laughs> oh, that's only the second thing. Uh, the, the, this isn't negative at all about the the beef versus Electro Lopez match. That shit fucking sucked, uh, dude. Electro Lopez <laughs> did a murder. It was so bad. Uh, I didn't think it was bad. Uh, it <laughs> beef was beef abs terrible, but like, but Electro <laughs> Lopez legit did a murder in this episode. Uh, in this in this match. Uh, they definitely beef Fab is definitely outclassed. Um, this like, show. <laughs> so NXT isn't is a problem for me, and I'm getting to the point, and I was talking about this later too. But the getting to the point where I'm gonna probably not watch any of it, um, maybe like one or two segments. Like I'm not even gonna give segments a chance, really. I, I uh, said last week, like if I'm home, and yeah. there's 
nothing else to do. Right. I'll watch um, it. And the ratings are dropped. They dropped like 20, 30% in ratings again, and they don't yeah. have that to lose. Oh. Um, it, but um, I was, I liked Electra Lopez legit murdering BFAB because BFAB's real bad. Yeah. Uh, but this, this women's division went from my favorite thing in wrestling to my least favorite thing in it's wrestling. Done. And I'm, uh, I, I'm officially like wounded when I watch it. I'm like, you're, uh, you're personally attacking me with how bad this women's yeah. division is. Yeah. But all right. Index honeymoon. Yeah. For the first segment. I of like that. the sexy. Dexy, Hilarious. Him wearing the speedo. Right. Um, Johnny Gargano becoming the shark 2.0. Uh-huh. Which uh, he needs to take that over. He now. does for sure. Um, does he have any tattoos that he can get changed into a shark? <laughs> he better go get a shark tattoo. He That's should. what he needs. She had a tiger tattoo and then change it into a shark. <laughs> Goddamn right. Um, I thought that was. It, that was funny. This stuff is funny. Right, it's still, like, right. I guess we could talk about everything that happened during yeah, this. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, like him sneaking into the room because Candice was just like, yeah. oh, you know that they're just going to go fuck, right? Right. And he's just like, oh, what? Yeah, right. Because uh, she's pregnant. She's yeah. like, you know what happens when you're in the room? He's like, there's a bed in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, sneaking into the room, looking through their shit, yeah. and he right. finds just like... A whole goddamn 30-pack of condoms. Right. Hides in the fucking closet. Finally, yes. like, they're, they're doing, like, the weird, like, a pillow, fight. pillow fight. Right. And I'm just like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. I'm like, thank God, like, nobody's going to walk into, like, my house right now. Because they're going to be like, what are you watching? Yes. What, like, weird softcore Cinemax shit is mm-hmm. this? Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, yeah, then they fall asleep and Garcano yeah. sneaks out. Dexter just, you know, wakes up, thumbs up, and Johnny's like, all right, cool. <laughs> Boom! All the condoms. Yes, I like that because it's like oh, Dexter be fucking right. I liked it because I liked that Johnny was hiding in a closet like a creep, and Dexter Lewis appreciated his creep, yeah. his creepitude. Yep. So he was like, "Hey, we're both creeps now." Yeah. He's like, "All right, I get down with the creep." By the way, I'm gonna frig. <laughs> right. Uh, but gonna, hey, good I'm f- gonna frig. Good for them for using protection, yeah. even though hey, they're. They're man and wife now. Yes. <laughs> they don't need to do that This anymore. they do. They don't want children. Eh. No. Oh, uh, do not take Brett's advice, <laughs> married people of the world. Listen. Wrap it up. I'm a single, Wrap it up or get it clipped. I'm a single male. Yeah. I'm 32 years old. I'm undefeated, okay? Okay. My methods work. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> okay. And one day it ain't gonna. Well, so far, baby, we're well, undefeated. Uh, um, uh, so... <laughs> I'd like to talk about one half of the women's tag team match. Uh, hold on, hold on. That's okay. Hold on. No, we gotta. I got more stuff. Oh Jesus! Uh, Brett, are you, are you hate watching this? Uh, I watched this whole show. Uh, Brett, you know what's uh, you know what's hilarious? Millennials. Do you know why they're hilarious? Because they fucking suck, Brett. Was, How funny uh, is that? I was. Uh, <laughs> this was on my television, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was looking at my social phone justice while, is dumb. Brett eating my burrito. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the 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 hope of them uh, realizing their the error in their ways, <laughs> the WWE realizing the error of their ways, uh, and correcting this Joe Gacy nightmare is not going to happen. Like, why delete all the shit? Right from the mentions, like everywhere, to get people to keep talking to, about it. Uh, right, right, right. right, 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 right. Well, <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about no. it. <laughs> okay, and we got the Samoan Ghost Zion Quinn versus Oni Lorcan. That was the thing that happened. Was that really his name? The Samoan Ghost. The Samoan Ghost. Yeah, that's kind of a cool name. It's kind of a cool name, right? It's not as cool as the Samoan Werewolf. Jacob no, Fatu. right. Oh, I would need to see Ghost versus Werewolf. There you go. Make and, it happen, and then combine and become the Ghost Werewolf. Ah, the Were the Were Ghost. <laughs> Um, then we got MSK, uh, with Samantha Irvine, sub Samantha Irvine, uh, and, 
uh, says, uh, oh, uh, this was, uh, MSK was like, hey, we're going to defend these titles finally. And then I was like, oh, cool. And then Grizzly Young Vets came out and I was like, ah, fuck, we couldn't get rid of these guys. Nope. Couldn't send these guys packing. Uh, so I don't care about this tag, tag division at all. Nope. Uh, I was like, when, when Grizzly Young Vets came out, I was like, ah, fuck, like MSK is good and fine. And I was like, the crowd hates them. Yeah. It's weird. Right. I don't know why. Grizzly Young Vets came out and I was like, oh man, I don't care about this tag division at all. And then Briggs and whomever came yeah. out, and I was like, "Holy shit! I really don't care about well, this." Then Carmelo tag Hayes and not Carmelo Hayes were out before. Right? Briggs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Briggs and whatever his face came out, and the one dude's like, "If you don't take your cotton eye, Joe pet ass out right. of here." I'm like, "All right, I like uh, that." Carmelo Hayes. Well, the whole time, Grizzly Young Vets is just like, "We don't know what the fuck yeah. any of you are saying." Uh, Carmelo Hayes is going to be interesting because well, they already turned him heel, right? 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 Sort of. Sort of. Maybe. But like. <laughs> The the um the promise they see in him and the hope they have for him and the trust they have in him is all going to be judged on what title he cashes in on. Because oh, if they're man. like, we think this guy's the future, he <laughs> cashes in on the main belt. But if they think he's not, weight. right, it's cruiserweight <laughs> or tag or whatever. Oh, like, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Like, there's levels, you know? Like, oh, I want to be sure North American is. champion. There's it, the, And it's going to be the tell as to what they trust him to do. Uh, all right. Oh, great. It's Toxic Attraction. Yes? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I thought Zoe and Io looked good. Yeah. I thought they looked, like, I think the really pro- good I think in the, the match. I think the program's fucking stupid. Yeah, but, like, uh, but they, those but two looked, like, in right. ring, they looked fucking yes. good. Right. They looked good. They did. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, um... <laughs> how do I put this nicely what's her name fucking jc lane jc jane jc jane i i'm never i'm never gonna know yeah she dyed her hair like dark now she did and it looks better they're they're trying i'm just waiting for uh uh what's her fucking name uh, so kelly Gigi dolan Gigi dolan i will tell you this i don't have much exposure to Gigi dolan uh and i will tell you that she has uh very much like liam neeson she's a very particular set of skills Assets, you might say, that I didn't know existed. Sure, uh, yeah, uh, yes. Uh, and I was like, "Where did where did those skills come from?" Um, You're talking about her fine acting skills and her emoting <laughs> skills. Yeah, I'm talking yes. by the fact that when she, po- I really believe that she's going to shoot somebody when she points a rose at them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh no, not this time! It's going to be a gun!" Oh no! <laughs> um, Please, man. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's uh she's something else. Uh and uh <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> uh I, so I was upset the champs didn't even get a t- get a get a TV entrance on this one. Super weird. <laughs> uh that made me super fucking nervous. Um and listen, uh, uh well we'll talk toxic attraction later too, I guess. Oh boy. We will. Uh yeah, because well, you didn't watch the main. <laughs> I didn't. I oh did. god, I no. Did. I did. Oh no. I did. All right, well. <laughs> I did. Uh, next I did. thing I have is. Uh, I watched it. <laughs> Dude, like, no bull, nowhere to lie. I don't even remember what was before it. And then when I saw, like, Raquel coming out, I go, you know what? I'm not doing this. <laughs> I go, uh, I have better things to yeah. do. I'm, I, I can't. Oh, and you know boy. what my better things to do were? I just went on my fucking like YouTube yeah, and just watched got, random shit. Listen, we got a we got a we got a long way to go. Uh, oh, brother! But it was it was Kyle O'Reilly versus Ridge. 
Was uh, that before uh, that was, the that Cruiserweight was the, title match? That was the sub-main. What was the Cruiserweight title? Uh, no, 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 no. Roderick Star versus No, no, no. Wal- so Waller? we get we get the Braun Breaker video. Uh, I didn't watch it. I did, because I'll I watch Braun Breaker. I'll support him. Yeah, then we get Boa versus yet. Andre Chase. Oh, God. Uh, Dude, this, I, which this Boa was wins. all on in the background. Right. Oh, yeah, because like, <laughs> Boa's the face now? What the fuck is that shit? What happened? Right. So Boa goes over. Boa has been a dude who, granted, I love, but has been no, a nothing and the drizzling floundering in NXT for years. What the fuck is happening? Andre Chase. So here's the thing: Andre Chase is an is an interesting study in professional wrestling, right? Because theoretically, now I know this isn't actually true, but just go with me. Theoretically, any wrestler at any time can catch a hot streak and become world champion, right? You want wrestlers that have the potential the to be world champions, right? Yes. Theoretically, uh, to quote a very wise man in the story that Diamond Dallas Page says over and over again, says that if you're not trying to be world champion, what the hell are you doing it for? <laughs> um, Andre Chase now wrestles in a sweater and slacks. Yep. Why not put him in like the collegiate wrestling gear if he's going to work? Because well, he's a fighting professor, dude. Right, because he's Bobby Knight, right? That, that That's never going to be world champion. It's garbage. It's NXT 2.0. Anything is possible. It's sure, I guess that's true. Uh, then we get Index Honeymoon 2, which you already yeah. talked about. Then we get Roddy versus Grayson Waller. Yeah, like from the <laughs> from the little bit I paid attention to, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I like Roddy. Yeah, the crowd like pop, was popping for some of the shit Waller was doing. Right. But you didn't give me any Creed Brothers this week, and that pisses yeah, me off. Yeah, that, that's upsetting. Right. Um, did anybody come out to challenge Roddy afterwards, or am I thinking of last week's episode? I think you're thinking of last week's episode. <laughs> I'm all over the yes. place. <laughs> then we got a Lanite promo that I don't remember anything about. Uh, you know what? I remember... Oh, he said words. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he and did. Then, <laughs> hence the premise that it was then, a promo. And then Odyssey Jones showed up. And he said some words. Ooh. And then... Oh, they're doing the Odyssey, Odyssey jones Lenite program. And then uh, Chase... What's his name? Chase U? Chase... The guy we were just talking about. Chase Owens. I don't fucking know these Andre people. Chase. I, Joe, please send me the NXT 2.0 right. spreadsheet. Right. Um, he comes running by screaming, this is bullshit. Uh-huh. Like, literally says the word bullshit. Yeah. And then Lenite sucker punches Odyssey Jones and lays him out. Right. And then uh, just stomps him and says, yeah, a bunch. Okay. Um, Great. And then I believe this is where I shut off the program for the evening. Okay. DJ. So we get so we get the Lash Legend uh, lashing it oh, up. Lashing I out. I didn't see that because I didn't give a fuck about that. Right. So that's like a uh, this this kind of what the actual fuck out of me because uh, this was a- actively bad uh, and yeah. like a a I thought it was gonna be like a wrestling interview show because we know what they are. They get the fuck. Sure. But it was like a wrestling gossip show, like a like a Wendy Williams kind of thing. Yeah, like remind me of like like I don't know, weird like real bad talk soup, right? <laughs> or like like Chelsea Handler kind of nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible, awful. Uh, uh, get Lash Larue. That's enough. Um, <laughs> if I wish it was Lash. Then we get. Kyle O'Reilly and Ridge Holland. You know what? This is a match that I watched and I can't tell you a fucking thing. I remember. Uh-huh. This is all coming back because I only remember the end okay. when fucking Bo Beverly's kid runs out. Right. Yeah. So that's I what I want. I don't know anything wanted. that happened during the match. Me though. either, but I want to talk about something. 
that his Bo, forehead. Eye from here on will be referring to Bo Beverly's kid as the Encino Man. Oh Jesus, actual Christ! Because <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a Neanderthal thought out. <laughs> Not he doesn't look like Brandon Fraser in Encino Man. Nope. Is Brandon Fraser handsome dude? Uh, sure, sure was. But uh, he, uh, yeah, this is O'Reilly and the Encino Man is what's going on there. <laughs> and then the main event. Let me just run it down for you real quick. Oh, Let me brother. just get to this real quick. Let me, can I do this? Can I do this? Okay. Uh, so this this is your main event. This is your women's title match after Raquel hasn't been on TV in weeks. This is the first first time we're seeing her in 2.0. With Frankie Money. Against Frankie Monet. This started at 9.56. <laughs> okay. 9.56 this started. And I was like, oh, that incredible. does not bode well. Um, they, this match is full of quick cuts and NXT, I thought for most of the show was a little better at the quick cuts. Um, they use it, they try to use it to hide. Was there a lot of like shaky cam? Yeah, but they, this had a lot, this one had a lot of quick cuts. The show overall didn't, but this, they used the quick cuts to hide how bad Raquel's strikes are. Okay. So that you don't see the miles of gap in between them. They cut to the other angle so that you can't tell that she's not actually hitting. And they do that a bunch to, you know, whatever they think it were. It's terrible, but it protected Raquel a little bit. Um, there was a double stomp by Frankie Monet that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, she started off balance and ended off balance. Good for her. Awful. Uh, this is... Wrestling should take note because this is probably the most epic of a meltdown of a division I've ever seen. It's bad. This was the best division in wrestling. Yep. All of wrestling. There were killers across the board. And guess what? It's all gone. And they're all gone. Most of them. There's some still there, but we ain't seeing them. No. And the ones that they took away, they ain't doing anything anywhere else either. Nope. They have gutted and murdered their women's wrestling. Come on, man. You're not excited for Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash to be women's tag no. champs. Um, and then, so then, um, the f- Fatal Attraction, what are they called? Toxic Attraction show up. <laughs> of course they do. And surround the ring. Oh, what are they? The Shield? Yes. <laughs> they hop up in the ring and Raquel has the title belt. So this match, I mean, the match was basically a squash. Frankie Monet ain't doing shit. And uh, Raquel goes, she like holds the belt, like tucks the straps and holds the belt like she's going to hit somebody with it, right? And she goes to hit, I don't know which one it was. Uh, I know it wasn't uh, Mandy Rose. Uh, And she swings and hits her, but then drops the belt and it flies out of the ring. So then while while nobody's paying attention, somebody has to go get it and put it back on the apron because they need it for the end. Oh, (laughs) goody. They cool. need it for the end for when Mandy Rose is standing dominant over Raquel <laughs> and holds the belt up over her head because it's going to be hers. NXT! <laughs> NXT! So we're getting in in, in, Mandy Rose in, a, in a division that was once Io Shirai versus Dakota. <laughs> Io Shirai versus oh, Shotzi and Shotzi Tegan Candice LeRae, Ripley, right. Mercedes Martinez, Tony Storm, uh, and all of these wonderful <laughs> professional wrestlers. Ember Moon. We're getting Mandy Rose versus Raquel. Uh, NXT, NXT. Yeah, uh, this was this was a 
bad wrestling show. <laughs> I wanted to like it, which is why I... Wa- oh, I, I completely forgot that right before the main event, we got a Joey Pepperoni promo. Um, <laughs> still teasing <laughs> that guy. When's he, he showing up? I don't know. Once he, gets the, once he gets the taxi and a couple two three with the slice <laughs> in the New York. You know what I'm oh. saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey. <laughs> Little Miss, little Miss Hubbard, you know what oh, I mean? Jesus Christ. Little Boy Blue. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, so this is uh, – I, I, I watch this thing because I kept waiting for them to do something good, you know, like – because there's things I like. We don't get Brown Breaker in the ring. We get a little short video that does nothing. We don't get the Creed Brothers. Uh, we're instead, like, getting two Toxic Attraction segments. They're over, brother. They're, they're uh, The show's going to be over. You know why? When USA you, you tell Vin, it, when it goes back you to You can Peacock. tell Vince and Bruce you got a hand in this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I think they pulled like a 600000 which isn't their lowest, yeah. but they're creeping. They're losing 20% a week, and it ain't going to get any better. <laughs> this is a trash show. Uh, and, I, and I didn't want to – I really didn't want it to be. that Legit, that first – uh, NXT sh- 2.0 show. I was like, oh, this could be cool if they do some right things and see what sticks and run with it. And they're running with the wrong things. We didn't even get Dante Chan on this show. We just got a Dante Chan hype video. My, I mean, and after the first week, like yeah. my problem I said to you was two hours is too long for a type of show like this. It certainly is. It's not going to work. Right. Um, and this isn't like, I know a lot of people like, you know, the old school, like, oh, like, right. you know, um, like, Oh, it's like it feels like a superstar. Superstars weren't two hours. Right. Superstars had a couple squash matches, right. lots of recap of what was going on, uh-huh. and then like one big match, right. like like with established so, stars. Right. Saying it, dog. Uh, one like of somebody f- even said to go. You know what? Look at like like they're like oh this is like FCW again. FCW main events were like Moxley, right, and like Seth Rollins yep. and William Regal and Cesaro, right. like guys that had that like that that indie crowd that right. would. Like, go out and seek those matches. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody doing this here. Right. Sadly, they're getting the, the crop that they have are people, like, indie wrestling has been picked dry. And it's not that there's not great wrestlers in indie wrestling right now. There really are. There is, yeah. Um, but it's this, t- this the talent they've been picking hasn't been great. Um, well, and like weird. they said, they're done signing indie guys. Right. So right. Now, now you want um, collegiate football players and basketball right. players and well, athletes. Hey, like, hey, whatever. that's what you want. That's I'm, what, that's I'm, complete, I'm completely fine with that, and that's fine. But, but you're the, you're going to take a hit with NXT suffering until it's canceled because they're not going to get ratings back. They're not going. They're you know not. They're I don't know what they can do to turn this back around. They just have to be okay with it finishing 34th in cable yeah, on the night. They have to like if they're you just fine have with to it, live with it. That's it. And I don't, I, I don't know that USA is going to be fine with it, especially if you like come negotiation time. Mm-hmm. Who knows what USA is going to say? They're right. going to be like, okay, we'll keep the show on, knock it down an hour, and we're knocking down the, how much we're giving you. Right. Maybe. Right. We'll see. Yeah. Um, it's a, certainly, it's certainly a tough one. <laughs> certainly a tough one. Mandy Rose, NXT Women's Champion. Oh, it's 100% going to happen. Oh, God. All right. Moving on from that, let's talk last night's Dynamite. Dynamite? Live from Rochester, in yes. memory of Brody Lee. Yes. Um, they announced during the day they're, uh, the John Huber Legacy Foundation, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yes. Um, you know, keeping his memory alive, and they're doing a great job of doing that. Right. Um, I, I read the, like, the press nice release. It's nice to see a company acknowledge their past and the wrestlers who contributed. Yeah. And treat them like human beings. Yeah, man. Um, real cool. I as soon as like the graphic popped up, like at the right in the beginning of the show, I got mm-hmm. like a little. The onions were cut, were getting cut in my my living room. Right. Um, but uh, we're kicking the show off. You know, um, Jungle Boy and Adam Cole. 
Um, I love Punk's explanation of his Lloyds of London uh, policy that he took out. JR's like, oh, that's a sham. Right. Um, but Jungle Boy Adam Cole, I thought, was uh, okay at first. Mm-hmm. And then it built, and I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, killer. Uh, Jungle Boy looks like a million bucks. Yeah. Adam Cole looked like a million bucks. When he when Jungle Boy hit that like uh, jumping Hurricane Rana over the top rope to the mm-hmm. outside was amazing. Yeah. I thought it was great. Um, him like coming back in the ring and like oh he's got the momentum. Boom, super kick. Like, right. Thought it was awesome. I, yeah. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Uh, man. I I think the finish was great. Um, I think it's a big deal for a guy like Adam Cole to have to cheat to beat Jungle Boy. I think that's huge for Jungle Boy. Yeah. Uh, I think Jungle Boy in, you know, five years, whatever it happens to be, will be the biggest homegrown AEW star they have. He's one of the four pillars. Right. And I know they talked about that later, uh, but early on the show, like watching this match, I was like, man, Jungle Boy is going to be their biggest, maybe not not their biggest star they've ever had. He is a key to that company. Right. And he is only going to get bigger and better. And he is, as as far as homegrown stars, because, you know... um, MJF is I guess MJF is, but I think Jungle Boy is going to be bigger. But you know Eddie, like Eddie hasn't been on TV necessarily before. He's been on Impact and stuff, so not AAW homegrown. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those guys, you know, I mean, like so a lot you, of those guys are around elsewhere. We'll, we'll talk about later, like the yeah. MJF, like mentioning the pillars right. and you right. know, see how you know valid we feel sure. that is. Um, but yeah, Jungle Boy, man, he looked awesome. Right again, like Adam Cole is like. He's so fucking good. Uh-huh. Um, if like the match, it felt fresh. Yeah. You know, what I, I mean? wish he and I said this last week too. I wish he'd change his finish. I wish I wish he treated it more like a fresh start. You know, and maybe even just change the fucking name. Do something, because um, I don't like his finish. <laughs> but uh, and that's fine. Whatever. It's a, it's a small little nitpick. But yeah, I mean, this is. Jungle Boy proves every time he's brought up to the plate, he can go with anybody they want to put in front of him. Yeah, man. He any awesome. of their best. By far yeah. any of their best. Uh, speaking of another young gun killing it. Yes. Uh, Dante Martin. Yeah. That dude is, what, 20 years old? Yeah. Yep. Some of the shit he does in that ring. Right. Like, I lose yeah. my fucking mind. Yeah. Just it, gifted it's just, athletically. It's like, I never thought like I like would like just be in awe of a leapfrog. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> a leapfrog, and he makes it look like the most athletic thing ever. Mm-hmm. And how unfortunate during the picture in picture when he did that jumping up from yep. the, like, the ring to the, the no, top the rope. The no hands of the to top the, rope. Yep. That's incredible. Right. And that's on their production. That's on the referee. That's on the production. Like, that's on the agents. So like, hey, right. Guys. Right. Not telling them to slow down, that here comes the commercial, yeah. whatever it is. That's on them. Like, out of, like, the whole act, like, the actual match itself, I just took away Dante Martin being like, yeah. Man, this kid is like, yeah. Like I, I know he's part of a tag team, mm-hmm. and I know he's doing with the side L stuff right now, which is fine. I think that that right, works. His for brother's him. hurt, but that works for him. Side yeah. the older guy who you know in his prime. Like they talk he about did a commentary. Lot of, used to have that ability. Yeah, like that's what yeah. he did. But man, he just moves different, dude. He does. Yeah, I, I uh, love it. Here's the thing that I like about Dante Martin matches. So, like again, his matches don't have a structure. He's a spectacle guy. He's a big thing. You know, Jack Evans is also very similar. Like he can learn. There's a lot of guys on that roster that he can yeah. learn a lot of that to be successful at that style. Where there's no psychology, there's no necessary match structure. Um, you're just crazy. And like I'd like to see guys bridge that gap, sort of a 
a Paul London uh, sort of guy, a Leonardo Spanky kind of guy where they bridge that gap. But he's super amazing. The My favorite thing about Dante Martin matches is that the Twitter gifts show me everything I need to know about the match. Yep. So if I don't want to ma- watch a match uh, involving a bunch of guys like Cody that I don't want to watch, I can just be like, oh, I'll just see all the cool shit Dante Martin does on he, Twitter with a very the 20 gifts. gifable wrestler. Right. Uh, uh, I'm yeah. upset uh, uh, that you skipped the, the the Kenny Noballs segment, but okay. Um, oh, good. I know. It's just, yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> it's not right. I, it's I a, like like somebody said they're like oh like it's just WWE humor. Yeah, like, I like yeah. the the loose uh, babyface alliance. Baby yeah, face which is good. Yeah, and like it seems that AEW is trying to copy. New Japan and, and like everybody belongs to a faction one way or another, and it's it could be loose or as tight as the faction wants fine. it to be, which is great. But yeah, not very funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. So let's talk about after the tag match. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the crowd once again ah, booing Cody. Yeah, if they're sick of that. Let's talk about. Well, let, all right. Let's talk about uh, when the elite came out. Yeah. Um. And Punk buried their music right. just for Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then when Cody came out and Punk buried that too, uh-huh. just like really this much pyro. He goes, right. we got a budget for this shit. Right. Oh, and then he says, <laughs> he goes, that guy gets that entrance, and everybody else just has to walk through the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Um, so yeah, let's talk about. So after here's the thing match. about Cody. So uh, just to preface this, no, you know, no bullshit. If you've listened to the show before, we're not Cody fans. If you're a Cody fan, awesome, good for you. Um, we're not Cody fans. Uh, his his ceiling is three stars. That's the top he can do. Except um, for that one Dustin match, right? And the crowd and that one seems Brody match the had. the crowd seems to be done with him. Uh, well, like I, I kind of explained it last week. Yeah. You know, he's you know the middle school kid who was popular, and then right. he went to high school and right. realizes, ah, you ain't he, shit. He <laughs> is Mister. Uh, born on third base. Yeah. He's like you said, you said last week. Some people born on third base think they hit a triple. Um, and I think he's a guy who had a huge hand in creating a company. And I said this to you, sort of in tweet in in text. I was like, he's a guy who got left behind in his own company. Wrestling's left him behind. Yeah, it just seems he doesn't like have the ability to keep. The up. crowd doesn't care about right. him anymore. Right. They're just tired of it. Right. You know, it's, it's time, the same thing. It's time to move on. He's WWE style. He's yeah. Because like you don't really in AEW, the crowd plays along. Uh-huh. They a lot. They cheer the they cheer the right. the faces and yep. boo the heels. Yeah. They don't really go against like you know what's being set up. Yeah. Not that I can think of offhand. Right. Um. Like. They they fucking don't like Cody and they're they done like with Cody. it. Right. They're just done with it. Right. Like I said, you, you you know, and everybody's like, oh well Cody put this guy over, put it and that's fine, dude. Right. Totally fine. Yeah. The minute you put him up against somebody that the crowd liked more and Malachi yeah. Black and not just like, they love that dude. Right. That was it. Yep. You're done. Right. You're it's, done. He's a guy trapped in a company that left him that left him behind. And he Cody's a guy to me like it's funny. Because he's managed, and and he he would never say this, but I I don't think he would. But like he's gotten where he is because he's a Rhodes, because because who is who his daddy is. Sure, and uh, it's unfortunate. I think that probably fundamentally he's very good in the wrestling ring, but that's all he is. Yeah, he's got nothing else. The things he does, he does well, but they're just not entertaining. Yeah, um, you know maybe a heel run will help him. But to me, he is a dude 
that I think in the annals of pro wrestling history, while he is an EVP and there's all that talk about Tony Khan ripped all the creative away from all those well, guys and, and, and that, whatever. That was brought up a long time right. ago. It's right. just like that report came out the other right. day and it's just like, um, yeah, like, no shit. You but can, like, you could watch the program and you could tell right, when it happened. Absolutely. But um, Cody is a guy to me that I think if his last name wasn't Rhodes, because since his last name is Rhodes, he'll be written about in wrestling history. But if it wasn't, He's a Dominic DiNucci. He's a Johnny Rods. Uh, Johnny Rods is a Hall of Famer. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, a dude who could probably go leave wrestling and teach guys how to be successful professional wrestlers and his students would reach bigger heights than like, he ever did. You could run your school. Right. You can, you know, get people ready for WWE product. Right. Um. Just the AEW fans don't want his type of match. Right. They're just they don't. He's a he's a purely a WWE guy. It's the system that trained him. Yeah, he can come which, from which the is, Indies, which I get it. Right, he you know he didn't have, you know, no, he, he didn't whatever. work Indies. He didn't work in Right, like, that's right, <laughs> and that's he's never going to break from that style. When he was in Japan, that was the style he wrestled. And some people can drag him kicking and screaming to a better match, but most people can't. Yeah, and like to me, he's going to be he would be a guy like that who like a. You know, a Dominic DiNucci, who's a very talented wrestler, who is a you know a good hand, if you will. Who his trainees that people know who Dominic DiNucci is because he trains. He's associated with guys who got much bigger than he ever sure. did. Uh, and Cody, I just don't get it. And I'm I'm really glad that the that the crowd's into it. Uh, and I'm glad that Arn Anderson threatened to murder him. Yeah. Well, another thing too, like uh, just. You look at him and his uh, spouse. Yeah. And they're just not very likable people. They're not. They're not likable people. Um, like, the crowd doesn't want to get behind them at all. Right. And, and it's, 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 again, the, like... He's the like opposite of Eddie yourself, Kingston. Propping yourself up as an underdog. Right. When everybody knows you're not. Right. And he, it's just done, yeah. like, done looking at the... Bull, like, like right. fancy through the bullshit right. at, that, at this point. He, he's the opposite of Eddie Kingston in both in-ring ability and life story. Yeah. And he's therefore he is unlikable. There, him and Brandy are unlikable people. Yeah, you have to be authentic, right? Like you have to be, right? And he's not. And like if you're off, if you're if him being authentic means like him becoming just like an asshole heel. Mm -hmm. Hey man, that might work. Go for it, right? That know? might work. Um, but yeah, Arn got in the ring afterwards and just like, well, you know what, man. I'm sick of your shit. Right. And I'm just like, yes, Arn. It's another road another roads you're gonna ruin. That's like, right. Ruin this family, goddammit. <laughs> um just like Yeah. I just had visions of Arn tagging in and just DDTing uh -huh. Dustin. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Um But the fucking most gangster promo ever. Uh-huh. Cody. A guy jacks you up in your car. You just say, Take the car, please don't hurt me. Yeah. I pull out the Glock, I put it to his forehead, and I spill his brains on the concrete. Dude, out loud, I just went, holy fuck. <laughs> Whoa! You can even hear, like, like when, he's saying, when he says, I pull out the Glock, uh -huh. you can hear Punk just go, Jesus. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Art Anderson's the baddest motherfucker to ever live. Right. Um, and Twitter exploded, and it was still exploding today. Yeah. And I saw like, Nyla Rose was posting a bunch of memes. Yeah. Uh, 
I think it was Lee Moriarty who was like, damn, Arn, keep that thing on him. Yeah. Like, it was the coolest shit. Right? Like, uh, I think it was Brody King was like, this is the hardest promo in the history of wrestling. Like, right. He's already got the shirt out with the R and Arn is a gun. Oh, man. Uh, Dude, it yeah. was just... It was so yep. cool. It was an arm sneak up on you. He's got a couple left. <laughs> like, they were to- it's like quoting them, and they're like, Tony, Arn, say whatever you want. You sure? Yeah, say whatever you want. I pull up the clock. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. I think even like Punk tweeted. I'm going to go out and talk about how I commit actual murder. <laughs> like Punk tweeted about this morning and goes, all I can still think about is Arn Henderson's clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so wild. And I guess yeah, like the Arn Trust Turner just tweeted, never a victim. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> insane. Good for you, Arn. Oh, I saw some Arn. people talking about how it was a bit of a take on a WCW promo we did about yeah. a baseball bat. And they're like, they're like, the baseball bat was the TNT of the Times edit. Like, Arn, Arn 25, Fine. 30 years ago was like, I'd really like to talk about how I shoot yeah. people in the head all the time. And they're like, maybe don't. Like, I need to listen to like, the next Arn show because Conrad needs to bring that up. Absolutely. Like, hey, Arn, chat me up on this Glock thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with that? Um, all right. God, because I'll talk about that for 40 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it was great. Um, God bless Arn Anderson. <laughs> it was the coolest shit. Yeah. He's sick of the roads. He's like, I'm sick of I ain't coaching a loser yeah, I ain't anymore. Yeah, coaching a loser. Lee, at least you listen to me. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Go. So yeah. cool. Um, I still love the trio of uh, Kingston, Moxley, and Darby. Yep. Uh, well, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's so cool. Baby faces <laughs> loosely aligned in a group. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I like that. I like Stingers joining them through the crowd. Um, I like Stingers was like went to pop over the uh, guardrail, and said yeah. "fuck this, I'm old," and just right. threw it out of the way. I I like to imagine just the the idea that Sting and Eddie Kingston are traveling buddies. Yeah. Uh, if if AEW wants to, uh, if TNT wants to get into the like they so desperately do want to get into the the pro wrestling reality show game, Ooh. and I'll talk about the three minutes of that show I watched in oh, a second. <laughs> that's Three more than I watched. Uh, let's uh, let's put Eddie Kingston and Sting in an apartment together, Jesus and Christ. film it. I'm down. Sting and Eddie living together. I'm so Eddie and Sting, the the king and the Stinger. King oh, and the Sting. king and Sting. King and Sting. The king of Sting. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck? Uh, let's let's do that reality show. I let's follow like, those two. Let's let's follow <laughs> the. Let's do the reality show following the burgeoning friendship of Sting <laughs> and Eddie Kingston. I, a few things I loved about it were is like it felt like a New Japan house show because yeah. Eddie didn't take the shirt off. Right. Mox didn't take the vest off. Right, just like, we're just going to run through this. Because it was a squash. Um, I and love, it's a crowd pleaser. I love how fired up Eddie and Mox get with yeah. each other when they're about to hit that finisher. Mm-hmm. Which they killed the one dude from Bear Country that they hit it on. Yeah, um, uh, Kingston hits a German on Bear uh, Bear Bronson. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, and then Darby just doing like the fucking coffin drop off right. the top to the outside. Yeah, I just love them together. And then Sting uh, giving Anthony Green the Scorpion Death drop <laughs> when he just looks at the camera and just goes. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean, sorry, bud, but I'm paid to do. Yeah, you know. Uh, Yeah, this was just a crowd pleaser. Like, there's nothing in this match. It ain't got any stars. We got a bunch of stars on the dude scale. uh, (laughs) Trademark. If everybody, if everybody's truly done with Meltzer, like they say they are, like they want to talk about online. Other, why, why do we listen to this guy's scale? Come to my scale. That's come, a, that, come to the that's a, that's a dark, dark world. It is, uh, but this is a fun. Just, just you know, getting the people pumped yeah. up halfway through the show. Yeah, I loved um, it. 
I liked uh, like the big like sixteen man tag. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I like crying too. Yeah, I mean, best part, man. Negative one coming out, mm-hmm. just smashing the papers off Evil Udo. Yep. Um, you know, Amanda Huber, like guys, get your shit together. Right. Like, stop fighting. Yeah. They all come back together. We're, um. John Silver getting the hot tag, running wild like yep. a maniac. Dude, that like end sequence finisher that him and Alex Reynolds hit, that, like where they mm-hmm. hit four moves in a row, is yeah. so clean. Right. And I love it. Um, and now I hope they're back together. I hope so. I think they are. They're all back together. Um, you know, lifting up negative one. Go back one. and listen to the episodes weeks and weeks ago when I said this was happening. The way you pay it off is you bring negative one back in to remind yeah. them. That they're all being stupid and yeah. they need to be united as a family in memory of Brody Lee. I love that someone's like, oh man, negative one is, he's a real gangster. He went and told his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mother, I'm listening. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, very cool, emotional very, moment. Very you know? emotional. There's a picture of, of yeah. negative one up on the turnbuckler on uh, Preston Vance yeah. who got fucking jacked. Yeah, he's huge. Uh, shoulders doing the taunt to the guy who had the poster of yeah. Brody Lee in the crowd. Super emotional stuff. Yeah, uh, got got a little misty in the household yeah, when that happened. Right, um, uh, you know, good on AEW for remembering this kind of stuff and yeah. doing this kind of thing and and making sure that people don't forget. Yeah, and I, I saw it too, like right before they went on air, uh, Punk put up a picture of him and Negative One together. Oh yeah, it was just like uh, like Rochester, we're here, like the tagline yeah. of the Wyatt uh-huh. family. I'm like, man, that's cool. Yeah, like that's yeah. Oh man, I love the way that they that they do things for that kid yeah it's fucking awesome absolutely um hey leo rush is all elite yeah i like leo rush man i i like I leo always like leo rush uh again i don't know where the place is for him here and i thought he retired and i i have no yeah, i have no he, pl- i have no place in the world to say that wrestlers shouldn't be able to retire and unretire yeah because my favorite exactly. wrestler did it forever <laughs> but like like as, i'm just like What's going on? Like, uh, and again, it's none of my fucking business, but like, no. what, what, what's going on? Why is he retiring and then unretiring um, and coming in and out of things and saying, you know, my, my mental health isn't good. I'm leaving wrestling because yeah. it's taxing. And then comes back I mean, with the, when the better, bigger deal comes around. I don't know. Well, I, I like him. I think he's a very talented wrestler. I don't know if it's so much better, bigger deal because yeah. he made that appearance for AEW. Yeah. Got hurt, mm-hmm. and you know, if, hey man, if your mental's not right, I'm never gonna fault anybody right. no, for not at all. taking care of themselves. Right? Um, you know, he comes back to AEW. He's still doing new, his New Japan dates yeah. and everything. Right? He's just like officially signed with AEW right. now. So, um, I think he's an yeah. asset man. When he was with like Bobby yeah. Lashley, mm-hmm. he got Lashley over for sure. Uh, when he was NXT Cruiserweight champ, absolutely, Remember how good he was. Yeah, it was awesome. Right? I like and him he a got lot. Fired. Uh, I just I don't know. I I. You know what? In three months, is he going to leave again? I don't know. And I, I'm not going to fault anyone yeah. for their mental health. Of course not. But at some point, you have to be like, does retirement just mean you need a break? Because if you need a break, take a break. If yeah. you need, if you need to wrestle not full time or you need, you need to step away for a few months, do that. Um, well, and then I saw It's like the second or third time he's retired. I saw the picture of like him and Mark Henry backstage. Yeah. Him, so they squashed their beef and stuff. Yeah, that's good. Which is awesome. Yeah. You know, I I just I wonder like. You know, maybe, hey, you get around an environment like AEW where it seems like it's nothing but positivity. Right. And that could do work. That could do sure. wonders for you, you know? So, yeah. Um, I, I so always. Get lost like, in the shuffle. 
if he gets lost in the shuffle and what well, happens. Time will tell. Right. Um, but I always liked Leo Rush. I think he's yeah. a fun oh, worker. He's a super talented he guy. He cut a hell of a promo. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of charisma. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, MJF promo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, God. Oh, oh, what, 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 what did I skip? You skipped Ty J versus the Ford and Bunny. There's a reason. I didn't watch the match. Oh, I just want to acknowledge didn't have to. that Ty Conte and Anna Jay wore matching tag gear. Well, yeah, they have their own music now. And I appreciate that. Yeah, they're they're, they're referring to them as Tay J. Right. That's all I want to say. Okay. I appreciate that they wore matching gear. I just, I, it's a thing. I'm not trying to be like a weird creep or anything. Okay. I'm just saying I like when tag teams are match tag gear. It's I very important that. to me. And when Negative One came out at the end and hugged them. Big deal. More more mist in the air. (laughs) Right. And then we get the announcement of the three-way for, was it Dynamite this week or Rampage? Oh, yeah. It was Jade Cargill. Cargill. Thunder Rosa. Nyla. Nyla. Yeah. That has potential to be real bad. Sure does. I don't know that Rosa can carry both of them to a good match. We'll see. Because I don't know what Nyla has anymore because... They've ruined her, or she's ruined herself. She's somebody I just I have no interest in. Someone who I was a big fan of, not so much anymore. Jade is young to the business. Mm-hmm. We'll get overexposed very quickly. So what the fuck are they going to do? Are they going to have Nyla beat the shit out of her and move her out of the match for the most of it? It's up to Rosa to carry two people to a sure. match. I don't know that that can happen. Yeah, so I forget what it was, but uh, he comes out and Shivani starts saying, go to hell, go to hell. Uh-huh. He's like, I hate this little dork. Yeah. Good for you, Shivani. Um, so, yeah, says a bunch of shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Talks about these fucking four pillars. Yeah. Um, refers to, you know, like you said, he goes, no matter how much I may not want to admit, like there's other young guys uh-huh. in this company yeah. that, you know, carry the weight. Yeah. Mentions uh, Jungle Boy, uh-huh. uh, Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mention anybody else but himself. Yeah. And then Darby comes out. Right. Kind of as the fourth pillar. Yeah. And there's a lot of pillar talk. We're talking pillars. We're talking pillars. <laughs> um, we're talking uh, We're talking straight edge. Yeah. Which is just real weird. Mm-hmm. It's always very weird to sure. me. Um, and I'm like, oh, are they going to do Straight Edge Society 2.0 with yeah. Darby and Punk now? Yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, AEW next week will have all of the Straight Edge Society on the show. That's, they will. That's so, what I'm saying. It's a re- it's a reunion. It is a reunion. Yes, because people believe Doc Gallows is straight. Yep. Edge. Um, but yeah, it was like a weird promo. Darby is not great on the mic no, when he has to I, when he has to say more than like ten words. Right, and I shouldn't really have him say more than ten words. I don't ever. like this like MJF. I'm real promos that he does now, where he's like, "What about your uncle?" What about we want to talk about when your uncle was drunk driving and this yeah. and that? Like the wrong man died that night. Yeah, I just I'm not interested in that for pro wrestling. Like I just I don't care. I, I don't think it makes MJF edgy or yeah. good. It's, it's the it's the cheap heat, right? Route, you know, right. And that's all MJF is. And the more he does only that, the more yeah. he's going to be exposed to being only that. And he's the lesser of the pillars if you want to talk about them. Yeah, he's by far the lesser and. Yeah. I don't know that everybody feels that way. Rank those AEW pillars right now. Rank those AEW pillars. Um, where they are right now or where I think they'll end up? Where you'll think they'll end up. Okay, so it's we're looking at Sammy, Jungle Boy, Darby, Darby. and MJF. Yeah. 
Uh, I think Jungle Boy will be the biggest out of all of them eventually. I think he has the truest world champion main event appeal. Um, I think that Darby and Sammy are going to be very close seconds, uh, if not tied for first. Uh, Darby probably has more, a little more potential than Sammy, um, just because of how much the crowd gets behind him from the from the jump. Yeah, um, they so, hear the opening chords, right? And they so go it's nuts. it's hard, you know. I think Sammy is incredibly talented and has all the tools, um, but he might be, uh, for lack of a better comparison, a really good Intercontinental Champion one day. Um, and uh, and I think I think those three, I think all four of them will, will could eventually hold that title. I think that out of the four of them, MJF would be the only one that it would be. It's too too big a shoes for him to fill. I don't think he has it. Yeah, especially out of the three of them, he don't have it in the ring. That's for goddamn I sure. No, all three of those dudes could work circles around. I him. don't know that MJF can work. I think they. Yeah. That's why we don't see him do it. Well, like I brought up the point with MJF, like a lot of the dance partners he's been given, right? Yeah, kind of tough. Like yeah. Cody, Jericho. Sure. Like, it's sure. tough. Because, like, you look at the match you had with Jungle Boy, and it was great. Right. Like, you know, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, So, we'll see, though. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I know. I think MJF, for as much as I think his promos are a little hack and, and worn out already, uh, I think he would have more potential to uh, age gracefully in a managerial role. I agree with that. Yeah, I could see you that. You know, sort of a... um. Until Wardlow turns on him and Wardlow gives us all the million dollar bill. Right. Precisely. Um, main event, dude. Uh, yeah. Miro. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Miro versus Sammy. Yeah. Um, thought it was a ton of fun. Liked it a lot. Um, fuck yeah, Sammy winning. What a what a poorly thought out spot the, um, the shooting star press catch was. Yeah, it's a tough spot, man. It's that's, tough. That's tough. It's tough and should be left in the cutting yeah. room. Yeah. It's fine, but it's a tough one. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sammy, uh, cool. I think that's I think great. great. He was uh, wearing like purple and black gear last night. Yeah. Well, I'm like, oh, he's winning the belt. Right. So, like, right. come on. Um, you know, uh, banger of a match. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of uh, fun, man. I uh, would like to tell CM Punk to kindly keep Terry Funk's words out of his goddamn mouth. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> because uh, he... I believe described himself as the, you know, wild-eyed score pine and all that. <laughs> so straight go fuck yourself. Uh, as I said on Twitter, uh, CM Punk needs to keep Terry Funk's words out of his mouth until someone invents a time machine and they can go back in time and CM Punk can fix that figure four that he fucked up. Um, so there goes, there goes all any good sort of goodwill you, you earned with me, Philip. Um, but I have a question regarding this, <laughs> the title change to Sammy. Yes. Do titles matter in AEW? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Who's had a great world-ending run with a belt in that company? Where's the Where's the run with like, oh my god, what a what a great what great match, what a string of great matches uh, they put together, what a long meaningful run where they've been on TV in an impactful way through the whole thing. Omega's and I, run's been awesome. Has it been? Yeah. How many matches he had as champ? He ain't wrestling every week. He ain't wrestling. You don't with the have big to events. wrestle every. The champ doesn't wrestle every not, week. Not every week, but I, I think I to me for these belts, I don't think they matter that much. Oh. I think I think their backgrounds. Uh, I don't know. I, like I, I think it's great. <laughs> I, I don't know where the 
and maybe rest, wrestling just doesn't have these anymore because I don't know that WWE does either necessarily. Um, but like, who's you know? I don't see anybody bringing the 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 great memorable title runs in AEW. I don't know that there was one. I don't know that there's no Kata run. You know, I don't know that there's you know uh, whoever else you can mention from like a, w, a great WWE you know title run with with meaningful impactful matches that people will go back and look at historically. I think the best match Kenny's had while he was champ is against Brian, and the title wasn't even in the picture. Yeah, I so mean, I get what you're saying. Like but... I just I, I I I guess I miss in wrestling like because like Miro, I thought I, I like Miro a lot. And I think he turned his character around as champion, yeah. but I don't think he had any. I, I mean, it threw, he wrestled fucking Fraggle Dressel twice for it. Like yeah. I don't know that there's a a big run there. Um, I think that you know the 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 TNT title, especially like sort of the the Cody Brody stuff, was the most important stuff for that. Well, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I don't know that Miro's run really matters in the long run. Uh, and so I'm just like, well, time, and, will, time will tell. Time will tell. But like you know, uh, like good for Sammy. But I'm not. Wa- I I don't find myself watching AEW going. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen in that title match this week. I think the I think the important matches in AEW have all been outside of the titles, at well, least recently. I think the stuff they do with Mox is way more interesting. Yeah, and without the belt. Um, yeah, but Mox had a fucking hell of a run with that belt too. Did he? Yeah, absolutely he did. Okay. The Omega matches were great. The Brody Lee match was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he probably that's probably the, the best match was awesome. That's probably the best run. Yeah, because and it like, was given the shittiest circumstances, right? But like Jericho's run with it was like, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Right? You know, I mean, I it, it had a, had a gimmick run. match in it. I just, I, I worry that the belts are, and it's fine if they do. And wrestling is is kind of that way. But like, you know, oh, all right, so you know what it is? Uh, like Roman right now with his belt is on a hell of a fucking run. Yeah, where's that in AEW? I don't know that they've. I don't know if they've caught. I don't know if they've caught lightning in a bottle with a champion yet. I also think you look at it this way. Everything else in WWE is not very good. So right. when there is one good thing. Okay, it, I guess it, that's a good it, point. It gets blown up. That's true. Because yeah, you look at okay WWE minimum five hours of television. Yeah, the only thing I really give a fuck about is right. Moment. That's a good point. Everything else I don't give a shit about. Yeah. Where AEW, they got shit top to bottom. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, one week you could have Sammy main eventing. The mm-hmm. next week you would have Moxley and his yeah. program's main eventing. Yeah. Everybody could do a main event. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I just... Brit, like, Brit yeah. Ruby, they main event. You yeah. know? Like, right. so, I, that's the way I look at it. It's just right. the whole show is so good. Right. Compared to main roster WWE where it's like, okay, the Roman stuff, yeah, dude, no doubt it's yeah. great. But then you have like weird hokey shit, like sure. the, the the fucking demon debacle that I saw from Extreme oh, Rules. Jesus Christ! Right, like where right. yo, like that looks like a clown show. That. Right, but like, I guess it's like it's like lightning in the bottle moment. I don't know that AEW has captured that yet because you know even like Sheeta, who had probably the most su- substantial title run in AEW, it's the longest. It was the longest, but what what matches did she have that were and, and that I that I and I like Sheeta a yeah, lot. That I agree with because I and I always look at like the. What dance partners did she have? Exactly. But, like, I don't know that there's a white hot title run in this company yet. Maybe Mox comes the closest, and he's still riding off of that because yeah. he's as big as he is. But, but and, I don't and know, he, I don't... he got to the territory where yeah. he's a guy that doesn't need the belt. Right. Doesn't need it. He didn't right. need it before. He doesn't need it now. Right. It's but, just that he had a hell of a run with yeah. it. Yeah. So, I just, I like, the, particularly this, this TNT title thing, I'm like, 
you know, uh, it's and, definitely and, the title that changes hands the most. Right. Like, absolutely. Cause right. there's only been three AEW world champs in how yes. long now, you right. know? Uh, so where, you know, and I guess that's the thing like Omega, like, I don't know. I, I don't see him wrestling a ton with it. Like he's, he, I don't, how many times has he put it on the line? And it's different cause they, cause pay, you know, you want to do that, save that for the pay-per-views and there's not pay-per-views every month. And, yeah. And wrestling has changed. Um, but like with the, with, you know, Miro's run, like while I like Miro and I think Miro improved with the belt, I don't know that the run was that great with it. So is, is Sammy going to be the one that get, catches this, opens up eyes and starts having, you know, four star, five star matches with people w- with the title on yeah. the line? I hope so. Because while Miro's character got better, I can't tell you of a match that Miro, that I watched and was like, "Holy shit!" Miro really showed me something here. They have a, they got a, they have, they got that lightning in a bottle with this, and maybe Sammy will do that. They and, have a lot of guys that don't that are over enough to not need the belts, and, and that, and like that's a good thing. It's a great thing, um, but you still got to give the belts some love. No, and, and I get that. I also look at it this way too: like they're just getting back in front of crowds, right? You know, it's. Yeah. Right, it's tough. It, it, I think you have to take it with a grain of salt. Sure, you know what I mean. Like, sure. crowds make a fucking world of difference. You know that. Yeah. Like, absolutely. okay. Like, yeah. Listen, dude. If that Omega Danis match happened in front of like whoever down Daly's place, mm-hmm. half four or whatever, you'd yeah. be like, oh man, that was a that was a great match. But yeah. like, look at that atmosphere it was in. Right. Fucking accentuated it ten sure. times more. Um. But yeah, then I saw uh, afterwards online. I guess Bobby Fish is showing up next week. Yeah, that's weird. So hopefully, I, so and it's where they're like, "Oh, the Forbidden Door," and I'm like, "Motherfucker, got fired! What are you talking yeah, about?" Like, right? That's not what there's no um, forbidden here. Here's the thing about Bobby Fish. Uh, I hope this is a one-off. I don't want to see no Bobby Fish's all elite line logo. Yeah, I want to see it. I don't need to see it. It'll be make weird. do it's that. Gonna be weird. Do that with Sammy. Give me give me a bunch of one-offs with Sammy. Oh, taking on all challengers, like, taking on random people, like bring some people in, just like Cody was doing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, same caliber of matches and everything. Um, hey, Cody Kickstarter was awesome. <laughs> right. I don't want I don't want Bobby Fish to be only. I don't need him. He don't bring anything. Yeah, he doesn't need to be there. I, no. I agree with that. No. Um, so I don't know how many WWE fans are putting asses in seats or eyes on a TV because Bobby Fish is showing up. So Yeah, it does, certainly does nothing to light my fire. Right. Um, but that's what we all watched this week. That is it. There's... There's three more the matches to talk about, though. There is. So, in celebration of yes. uh, all wrestling teaming up with Owen Hart and the Owen Hart Foundation, mm-hmm. we watched three Owen Hart matches. We did. Um, the first one we met, we watched was for the inaugural um, European Championship. Yes. Him versus the British Bulldog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's cool because they were tag champs at the time. Yes. Uh, this is from, I think, Iran, Germany. Yes. And Honky Tonk Man is on the fu- on fucking commentary. Yeah. 1997 WWF is super fucking weird. Dude, it's crazy because, like, I watched a little bit of the match graphics and they're like, oh, uh, next up, Vader versus I the have that Rock. in my notes, too. Rocky Maivia versus like, Vader. What? Super weird. Who did Sid wrestle to? I don't remember. I, but, like, it was yeah. like, whoa, what's going on here? Yeah. And then Honky's doing his Stu Hart impression. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, but, dude, the match itself is so fucking good. Right. It's a wild match. You get, like, this, it's jacked Bulldog, but he's also Flippy Bulldog. Dude, Flippy Bulldog is cool. Yeah. And then Owen doing the flips back. Right. Like, um, that ring sounded like it was echoing throughout the whole goddamn yeah. arena. Right. Uh, so much cool shit. Yeah. Uh, Owen, like, busted out, like, the victory roll and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man, it's a great back and forth wrestling yeah, match. Yeah, like them, like the dynamic of them being heels, but uh, Bulldog getting cheered because they're in Europe. Uh-huh. But that was real cool. Um, it's just a great match. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I love like at the end, you know, they both raise the European title, but Owen kind of like teases like going mm-hmm. after him. But okay, yeah. we're tag champs still. But right. and, like even Vince is going, oh Bulldog, watch your back. Mm-hmm. You don't know that damn Owen Hart. <laughs> um, but I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was a really good match. I thought right. it was like a ton of fun for a yeah. TV match. Right, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. I think I think it, in my mind, especially when people kind of look back and you think of Davy's run here, uh, you don't think of him as being the athletic Davy boy that he once was. No, and this just showcases it. And like, he, was still, he was still able to get there. Go right. <laughs> like, Sometimes he was just bizarre. <laughs> But, or sometimes he was just doing heavy drugs before SummerSlam 92. That's right. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, so I watched Out of Order because okay. I just wanted to, you know, watch the full story. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing I watched was from WrestleMania 10. Me too. Owen versus Brett. Yep. Um, often referred to as the best WrestleMania opener. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of people say it's the most underrated WrestleMania match ever. Sure. Um, I love the build-up, like, from they show the clip from Survivor Series the year before. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, you know, when Owen kicked your leg from out under your leg at the Royal Rumble the Absolutely. Um, hearing the, like, the rocket theme, mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. I love it. Um, but, yeah, dude, just see, like, like, the spectacle, like, damn, this is WrestleMania. This is opening the show. Brother versus brother. Right. First time, like, seeing it in WWE. Mm-hmm. Or WWF. Yeah. Uh, Madison Square Garden crowd is red hot the whole time. Absolutely. They love Brett. They hate Owen. Yep. Um, but damn, is Owen good? Yeah. <laughs> he is so damn good. Yeah. Uh, I like, you know, Owen kind of getting dirty, smacking Brett, trying to fire him up. Like, mm-hmm. fight me. You know? Yeah, right. This isn't a wrestling match. This is a fight. Right. Um, you know, Brett going for the victory roll and Owen countering it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's my move. Getting right. the one, two, three. Shocker. Right. Like, yep. just crazy. Yeah. yeah uh, it, uh, Shocker and Hitman sells it so well. Yeah. Uh, which which makes the impact uh, really cool. Um, I like uh, the uh, sharpshooter reversed into a sharpshooter. Yeah, is a really cool spot. Yeah. Uh, and I think people, it's really simple. Uh, people should steal the Hitman leapfrog into like launcher spot that he does yep. where he gets down and puts the feet up and throws you over and yep. like you know whatever that move is called um like people should steal that that's a fun little sequence yeah um but yeah like i mean obviously they have all the chemistry in the world they grew up together beating the shit out of each other wrestling yeah. in the dungeon with stew um but uh yeah it's a really it's an interesting story uh that goes on for a while and uh You're damn right it i does. mean i don't uh, it, brett has chemistry with probably just about everybody. I mean, maybe yeah. just not Goldberg, right? That might be the only person. Um, <laughs> but um, him and him and what him and Owen have together in the ring is special, and they both know it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the interview afterwards where Owen's like, "Brett, I gave you the beating of your life." Uh-huh. Like, because uh, Penn goes like, "Oh, do you think Brett's going to be able to yeah. have another match?" Like, "No, he's not." I beat his ass. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, listen, I'm not taking anything away from him. He is a great professional wrestler. Yeah. But I beat his ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just typical Owen being a shitty heel and being Absolutely. great at it. Yep. Uh, which leads to the ne- the last match that I watched. Yeah, the number two ranked match. Yes. yes. Uh, SummerSlam 94. Yeah. In the cage. Um, yeah. I love all the build up before the match. 
the introduction of uh, Neidhart at King of the Ring. Yeah. To cost Brett the world title. Yep. Right. Just to make sure, or no, to cost was a Diesel or the world title or the title. Yeah. Or no, no. Sorry, it's, it's the I'm it's the cost Diesel the match so Brett stays champ. Yes. So that Owen gets a shot at the so, belt, and then making sure Owen wins King of the Ring by right. attacking Razor. Right. That's so yes. like it's so right. simple. It's so Absolutely. goddamn genius. Uh, so but talk about the pre-match build. I want to talk about the pre-match look. From the British Bulldog. Oh, here. looking like a 90s housewife uh, with that vest. He's got a vest. <laughs> he he's got glasses. Awesome. He's got a perm. He's got tight jeans. Right. He looks like a million bucks sitting ringside. <laughs> uh, and then I like, like, they're. <laughs> I love Jim yeah, gear. I like they're interviewing the family, right? And, like, the, so everybody's there you know, on the side. Number one, the Bruce is loose. Right. Bruce is loose. So Bruce is, because, of course, Bruce is there. Yeah. Because at every big moment in Bret Hart's life, Bruce, Bruce has, has to, to be <laughs> picking up the coattails. But <laughs> Bruce has to try to get in on right, it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I like how they're like going through and they're talking to everybody in the crowd. And it's like the first row is the family. And then Davy Boy's in the second row. And then they're shocked. Like they didn't see Neidhart. <laughs> Where did he Neidhart, come he's from? He's the size of a fucking rhino. <laughs> and, he's sitting, and he's sitting in the crowd. And he's just stroking his fucking beard with like his feet up on the, <laughs> the seat in front of him. <laughs> in the sunglasses. <laughs> and they're like, Neidhart, what did, we didn't see you here. <laughs> well, go- golly gee, where's, where yeah. did he come from? Right. right. And it's just <laughs> fucking insane. That dude cannot blend in anywhere he was a monster <laughs> with a pointy yeah. goatee like and a flat it. top I it was insane <laughs> uh i just love like all the build-up all the players yeah. getting involved the cage match that crowd is at like a fever pitch the For whole sure. yeah. time and it's just all high drama uh-huh. i miss cage matches where you needed to escape right not by pinfall yep. you needed to escape you to escape Seeing the big blue cage it's funny. brings it, back so much it's nostalgia. almost jarring to watch this match because their goal was to escape. Yeah. So, like, they're constantly breaking up sequences to make a run for yeah. it. Uh, and I'll say th- this match is great. Everyone knows that the best bump in this whole match is Owen from cage to crotch on the ropes. Yes, dude. It's the best bump in the match. It's so it's crazy. Insane. It's so it looks so simple, but it's so hard and it's so effective. It's the best bump in the match. Yeah. Um and it's just funny to see them like having fun. Like literally like run and just try and leap and see how high they can grab the cage. I, I love it, dude. Um, just simple stuff like that. Um I love uh, like uh so there's the like when Brett gives them the super blacks off the cage. Uh-huh. And years later, Brett talks about that in one documentary, and he's like, you know, he's like, I kind of look at it now, and I'm like, I'm protecting my little brother, you right. know? And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Right. Um, but yeah, I I loved all these matches. Yeah. Um, of that course, this the, match the chaos that ensues right. after this match, right. where all the fucking hearts try to get involved. Right, which they just tried to recreate in AEW. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, with Bruce finally getting of over. Co- and then well, they, of course, Bruce has got to right, get in Bruce, first. Of course he does. And then they leave because Bruce is loose. <laughs> well, the, the Bruce is loose. you got to get out they of gotta, here. they got to leave. Yeah. Uh, just the stuff with the door opening and, like, they almost making it and getting pulled back in it's by the angle. It's just drama the whole right. time, dude. Right. Uh, again, great chemistry. Uh, yeah. I don't even notice, but post-match. Vladimir's behind commentary. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, so Vladimir they, was also front row and died in WrestleMania. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a fun match, a, a, a different awesome. cage match from what you've seen in the last decade or two, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the big blue one cage, of the best cage matches oh, ever. Yeah, absolutely. And and like it's great. No blood. No blood. Yeah, right. Didn't need, Didn't it. need it. Don't need it. Didn't need it. It was um, all about the story. Absolutely. So, uh, really quick before we get out of here. Uh, if Owen Hart didn't pass away tragically, like we all 
know that he did. Who's the bigger star at the end of the day? Brett or Owen? Does Owen surpass his brother? No. No? No. Still okay. Brett. Okay. Owen, they were never going to give Owen a run on top. Yeah. You think so? No. No, because look at how hot he was when he came back as like the Blackheart. Yeah. And right. they just fed him the, to Sean. That's true. And they never gave him the okay. belt. You should have given him the belt right then and there. Right. And it would've been, he would have been Brett Levels. Yeah. Brett was like a worldwide like phenomenon. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. I, listen, dude. I you love, I love Owen. Brett, I love Brett. It's right. It's, Brett, it's Brett. Brett takes the kick from Goldberg, but Owen is still wrestling. You don't think Owen, with that extra time, can can build enough? It's hard to say because it's super hard to say. Um, right. It's all speculation. You know, like Jericho talked about on Owen's Dark Side. Owen just missed out on that new crop coming in to yeah. WWF with fresh matches like Jericho. Right. Angle. Right. Uh, Benoit. Like, Polenko. Uh-huh. Like, you know, that put him up against those dudes. You're getting bangers. Right. Like, right. Uh, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Like, are you right. kidding me? Right. Yeah, of course. Like, you don't need – the matches never happen, obviously. And I'm already like, yeah, those matches were great. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's just – they're great. Right. Um, But it's – Brett was just such a – uh, like yeah. his height, man, man, he was he was just yeah. untouchable. Right. Um, but that takes nothing away from Owen, yeah, because I love Owen too. Yeah, uh, they're both incredible. Who who has better chemistry with Brett than Owen? Anybody? Hennig. Um, yeah, Hennig had great chemistry with him. Uh, Sean, yeah, they had great. They hate each sure. other, but man, you can't sure. take anything away right. from them. Um. Austin. Yeah. You think Austin's chemistry with Brett was better? I think the run was bigger. I think Austin became a bigger star because of Brett. But you think the chemistry, um, in-ring chemistry was better? I think it's a different level because th- those matches, like Brett and Owen, it never felt like like hate. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just like, was brother, was I, we're trying to prove fun. who's the better wrestler. Right. Brett, Austin was like a fight. Okay. It felt like a right. knockout fight. Okay. Um, but I, I think that they're all valid. Like, I love watching all those matches with Brett. For sure. Um, but, yeah, dude, those Owen matches are incredible. I mean, they stand the test of time. That is for sure. Agree. Um, but, yeah, rest in peace, Owen, forever. And Absolutely. Uh, I'm still so stoked about the AEW stuff happening. And I can't wait for the Owen Cup and for me to get my hands on an Owen hard action figure. Yeah, And for him to be in the game. It's going to be so fucking cool. I agree. Um, so next week, uh, since, you know, we couldn't really squeeze them in because we had a lot of big happenings. Right. Uh, you know what? We're doing Minoru Suzuki. We certainly are. That's what we're doing. Uh, top three matches listed here. Number three from Noah Great Voyage 2015 in Osaka is Minoru Suzuki versus Takashi Segura. Uh, number two from... The uh, G1 Climax 24 uh, in 2014, Minoru Suzuki versus AJ Styles. And from New Japan's 40th anniversary King of Pro Wrestling card, uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yes. Which that year, I guess, take what you want, Meltzer said that was the match of the year. Yeah, so you have to have New Japan World to watch these or or go to some less than below board websites um yeah but uh where i live <laughs> yes 
Uh, because I'm terrible at it, I will leave it in Brett's hands to post those links on the Twitter for you for everyone. Because um, I'm just gonna watch it through New Japan World. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Suzuki's the king. I'm excited for the Noah match because I don't know that one. I mean, okay. I don't know. I don't think I know any of them necessarily, but I might have seen the Tanahashi one. Maybe okay. I don't know. But the the Noah one, I'm excited to watch. Yeah, me but, yeah. Too. Uh, you know, kind of the first week we've had where uh, nothing has come up or nothing was really planned. So let's yeah. let's go. Let's hit Suzuki while he's yeah, on his American tour. Yeah, so this is, hey, he's on tour. Let's do it. I agree. Right. Um, real quick. Yes. Uh, I bought last week. Who would you buy? Uh, in my weekly purchases. Yes. Um, I fucking hate micro brawlers. Yes. I think they're so stupid. Okay. I bought the Mortis one. Good. Because it's Morris's first figure. Absolutely. I'll probably never buy another Micro Brawler again. Because yeah. I just don't like them. Yeah. And I think it's a racket. Have they ever made a Muda one? No. Would you buy a Muda one? No, probably not. Okay. I just, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. care for them. Yeah. No, they're dumb. I agree. But just seeing like the Morris, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's so cool. I would like them better if their price point was different. Well, that's why I say that's why I say it's a fucking racket. Yeah, um, they're a tiny. They're like yeah. they're, they're like a tiny little piece of plastic. They charge twenty dollars for yeah. it's a little ridiculous. Uh, so I bought that um, today. I bought some more stickers from uh, Cheapo Grosso. Yeah, because uh, Peter Steele one. Well, that one and others, which mm. I'll reveal to you later. Nice. Um, and then uh, today I bought the, uh, you know, since I'm in, F- I'm in a FMW mood, mm-hmm. I bought the new FMW jacket. Yes. From Stash Pages. Yes. Because it's cool. It is cool. What'd you buy? Oh, Jesus Christ. So, uh, last week was my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. So, uh, I get uh, wrestling. So, I'm going to count my wrestling related gifts. Um, uh, Brett, you got me uh, the uh, the two pack Japanese. Uh, I don't know, is it Chara Pro or Magura House? It's Magura House. Oh yeah, because Magura House did the Noah stuff, yeah. right? The Magura House two pack of uh, Akira Tawe and Junakiyama. The only way to get the Akira Tawe, uh only figure they made of this sort of scale and only style, one. which is ridiculous. So uh, that's awesome. Uh, which then led me to the journey of buying uh, Kenny Kobashi <laughs> two belts today because now I have to get all the pillars. That's damn right. So you do. Quad and Masawa next. That's gonna be expensive. Um, Masawa not so much Quad. It's gonna be super expensive. That's the problem. Yeah, I'm gonna hope for one with a real bad green disease and just settle with it. <laughs> just paint it. Yeah. Um. So that. So I got the Kobashi today too. Uh, I got the the book we were talking about earlier, uh, ways of way of the blade. Let me see it here. Let me give the proper reading here. Uh, I bought this off uh, Amazon with a gift card from my previous employer. Uh, way of the blade, one hundred of the greatest bloody matches in wrestling history, written by Phil Schneider, art by Chris Bryan. Uh, chronological account of uh, bloody wrestling matches. Uh, Muda scale is on here. Roddy Piper, Greg Valentine, dog collar. Uh, there's a Dom, Dom Garini match in here. Uh, and it just gives little write-ups on all of them. Um, Dick Togo versus Antonio Honda. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs versus BJ Whitmer. I'm just flipping through uh, really quick to see what's there. Headhunter A versus Headhunter B from IWA in 1995. Uh, Blacktop Bully versus Dustin Rhodes <laughs> uh, is in here. Sting, Sting Squadron versus the Dangerous Alliance is in here. Ooh. Um, so it's just a cool little book that just runs them down really quick. Um, thought it was a cool thing, a little drawing of Terry Funk on the cover. Uh, Terry makes, I think, the most appearances in the book, because of course he does. So that was a cool little thing. Oh, yeah. Um, what else did I get? I got my, my Terry, my bloody Terry Funk micro brawlers in. While I don't like micro brawlers, it's Terry, so I'll buy it. Uh, got my Sarge, pulled the chase. 
Uh, yes, so you I'm did. currently trying to sell that guy. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not happening for me right now. Uh, and uh, the best thing I think uh, over everything is uh, my uh, Michelle, my wife, who's been on the show, uh, got me a board game called Book It, which is a pro wrestling deck building game yes, she did. Uh, that i'm pretty much obsessed with it's so much fun, um, man it's uh you are a promoter and you're booking a card and it's uh a card game so it's up to chance and sort of you have to pay money to sign certain wrestlers and build oh, your card so and you cool. have you have your local jobbers and your journeymen and you pick your where you're running your show and you get different sort of power-ups and bonuses for certain things here and there um but all the wrestler cards in it are uh, parodies or nods to current current or past wrestlers uh so it's really fun to just look at the cards and figure out who they are because the names are also very funny um you know but you have and there's a bunch of different styles uh but and i'll say it here uh the best one is uh shashimi politics you're goddamn right it is uh which is onita close second though filipino dave filipino dave <laughs> Uh, is Samoa? It looks like Samoa Joe. It's doing the Samoa Joe hand pose. What are the Samoa Joe tights? Right, they just like made him blonde, and his name is Filipino Dave, and it's fucking hilarious. It's so cool. Uh, so that's really funny, yeah. and the game is a ton of fun. We I've played a bunch of times so far. One of my first game today before we recorded. Thankfully, uh, it's a ton of fun, yeah. and uh, I want to get everybody up here to play it. It's uh, awesome. check it out from Foam Hammer Games. Uh, I'll probably give them a little little tag on the internet yeah. too, but uh, I love that game it's and blast, expansions dude. coming. Uh, just a ton of fun, cool. Lots of insider, lots of insider wrestling lingo, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, you can buy dirt cheat cards to sabotage your opponents, <laughs> uh, which is a ton of fun. And yeah. even Michelle, who doesn't like wrestling, has fun playing with us because yep. it's it is enough of a card deck deck building kind of game that everyone can have fun at it. And yeah, yeah I'm really enjoying this game. I. I've played it twice now. Yes. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's so a ton much of fun. fun, dude. <laughs> ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, that's it? That's it. That's it. Uh, so let's get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you can find us on all the social medias at We Need Wrestling. Uh, you can email the show at wrestling at gmail.com. You can find the website at weneedwrestling.com. We're part of the soon-to-be-named network at STBN Network on Twitter, soon-to-be-named-network.com, soon-to-be-named-network.tumblr.com. You're real good at this. I am. Where you can find uh, all of the other podcasts and our friends, including, well, Brett and I's other show, Wings on Wings, which we'll be recording tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Um, Tune where, in to hear me die. Right, where we uh, eat hot wings while talking about the 90s sitcom Wings. And other things, because that sitcom sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, other uh, names on the pseudonym network, you can listen to Joe and Todd at Longbox Heroes, Joe and Adam at Odds, at Odds with Wrestling, our Tim and Mark is the final wrestling place, uh, David Kincannon at Hit My Music, um, Todd and Adam at Porch Talk, and uh, I'm sure the guys who do Profane Argument and Puzzle Warriors 3 also have names, uh, <laughs> those of which I do not know. Um, but give them a, give them a listen. Uh, it's it's a great loving uh, podcast family, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, we all love each other. Uh, if you it's want fun. to uh, reach out to me personally and uh, follow along in October when we do a movie a day, which won't really be a movie day, but thirty one movies in thirty one days, it'll be doubling up on the weekends. And uh, I'm also working my way through the what I've called the ABCs of trash cinema, where I watch. A, How are you going to have time to do anything else? I do the movies when I'm laying in bed. Okay. So uh, the ABCs of trash cinema are done in ten to twenty minute increments 
uh, while I'm laying in bed before I fall asleep. Okay. So I in, pick it. Vegetative I, state. Yes, I'm working alphabetically through just shit cinema. Um, r- right now I'm almost shit cinema. I'm almost done with Evil Bong. Uh, oh my god! So, uh, which Tommy Chong has not shown up in yet, which is really upsetting. Uh, I thought he was the star of the film, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's perfect. But uh, yeah, uh, so I'm doing that, and that's been a ton of fun. I've watched like American Ninja and some other uh, Blind ju- Blind Fury with Rucker Hauer. Just fun, trashy, low budget, B level nonsense films, uh, just to help me sleep at night and uh, going through them alphabetically. Uh, but yeah, that's at the Dooge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E on Twitter. You can follow along there. How sure about you, pal? Uh, I'm at BrettXEdge570. I don't know, dude. Uh, I don't talk about much. Yeah. <laughs> I talk about wrestling. That's about it. Right. I don't know. Movies I'll be posting, because we're not going to watch the same movies. Sometimes we will, because we watch them together. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I plan on having a busy wrestling month in October, so... Yeah. Uh, like me going to wrestling shows. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Follow along. Have some fun. Let's party. And that's, that's all you need. That's all you need in life is to party. We like to party. We like, we like to party. Is that, is that a Vanga Boys song? The Vanga Boys is coming and everybody's jumping. New York to San Francisco and inner city disco. All right. That was the song from the Six Flags commercial. You're listening to the soon to be named network. The Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Now you're off, nerds.